Greetings, and welcome to Black Pill Digest. I am your host, Sean McCann. Tonight, we will be joined by Will Keller, a very good friend of ours. Welcome, Will. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you guys. Awesome. James, oh, I guess uh, here is your face. Here, wait. There. Hello. Hello. It's, just, it, it's me and the beard. We're, yeah. we're in the building. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. <laughs> All right. And James will be joining us very shortly. My co-host, James Cordner. And we also invited uh, another guest, and we will see if he shall arrive or not. But either way, we are here today, and the topic of discussion is the attack on our children. In episode one, we established that it is a war on humanity, uh, we, uh, and we got into the with, you know, the nitty gritty about what it is, what's happening. So we really took a look at it. And today's episode, we're going to be looking at how they attack our children. Uh, our children is the core of our self. And it is what, what is projected into the future. And these people want to own the future. So they want to own our children too. And today we're going to be getting into how they do that and how they've done that over the years. And uh, there's new tactics these days and the technocracy is different and the war is being waged on many levels. So we have some clips and... Uh, Will, if you don't mind, I'm going to share a clip or two. Go for it, brother. All right. So let's get started with this right here. My name is Michelle Forcier, um, and I have a medical degree from University of Connecticut Residency, University of Utah Pediatrics, and I've worked for a number of different Planned Parenthoods for 20 years. I do advanced contraception and abortion, as well as gender hormones, and sort of looking at the whole sort of schema of gender, sex, and, and reproductive um, justice. So you've done a lot of work in this field. Could you just start by telling us? Sure. Uh, at what age can a child first begin to transition into another gender or identify themselves as a gender different from how they were born? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's research and data that show that um, babies and infants um, understand differences in gender. Some children figure out their gender really early. And the reason why we are say, oh, that's, that's interesting or important is because they're figuring out their gender identity is not necessarily congruent with their sex assigned at birth. When the, when the doctor sees the penis and says, this is a male, has the sex of male, that's an arbitrary distinction? Telling that family, based on that little penis, that your child is absolutely 100% male identified, no matter what else occurs in their life, that's not correct. So what is gender affirmation care? You're a big proponent of, if we walk through yeah. a child is sitting down with you, is questioning yeah. their gender, what's the gender affirmation process? Affirmation means that as a pediatrician, as someone who says my job is to provide the best medical care for you, 
is I need to listen really carefully. And how I put it in words for kids so that they can understand it is tell me your story. Where have you been in terms of your gender and your gender identity? Where are you right now? And more excitingly, where would you like to be in the future? Have you ever met a four-year-old who believes in Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. So this is someone who believes that a fat man is traveling through the sky on a flying reindeer at lightning speed, coming down his chimney with presents. Yeah. Would you say that this is someone who maybe has a tenuous grasp on reality? They have an appropriate four-year-old handle on the sure. reality Agreed. that's very real for them. Agreed. Agreed. But Santa Claus is real for them, but yeah. Santa Claus is not actually real. Yeah, well, and, but Santa Claus does deliver their Christmas presents. Well, yeah, but he's not real, though. To that child, they are. When I see a child who, you know, believes in Santa Claus, and then, let's say this is a boy and he says, I'm a girl. Mm -hmm. This is someone who can't distinguish between fantasy and reality, so how could you take that as a reality? I would say that as a pediatrician and as a parent, I would say how wonderful my four-year-old and their imagination is. Sex is unchanging. It's based on chromosomes. 99.999% of the cells in the body are marked either male or female. Gender, on the other hand, is a perception. It's a feeling. It's a way of identifying. It's, a, it's an experience. Okay, that's, that's subjective. It sounds like what you're saying is that if a man is male but thinks of himself as a woman, he's not actually a woman? That's correct. Male gametes, that's what makes me male. No, your, your sperm don't make you male. Then what does? It's a constellation. In reality, in truth, okay? Whose truth are we talking about? The same truth that says we're sitting in this room right now, you and I. No, you're not listening. If I, if I see a chicken laying eggs and I say that's a female chicken laying eggs, did I assign female or am I just observing a physical reality that's happening in the world? Does a chicken have gender identity? Does a chicken cry? Well, a Does chi a chicken commit suicide? Let's frame it because you're talking, you're trying a chicken to chicken has sex like any, like any biological organism. A chicken has organism. an assigned gender, but a chicken doesn't have a gender identity. So we assign female to chickens when they lay eggs? That's a, we that's... assume they're female if they lay eggs. Now I was told that really everyone agrees with the current approach to gender and transitioning kids and all of that. And if you don't agree that you're a dinosaur and a bigot. So are you a bigoted dinosaur? I'm not bigoted and I'm not a dinosaur. I am rooted in reality and in science. Who's reality? There's one reality. You're a parent, right? Okay, it's perfectly normal for 10 years and up. Here's just one page I want you to see here. For 10 and up, huh? It's, it's unspeakable what these people have done to our children. When, when did that start? When was it decided that we need to start teaching kids about this stuff at such a young age? So I'll answer that with one word, Kinsey. Kinsey was a social reformer. He wanted to rid society of Judeo-Christian values when it came to sexuality. And he worked very hard to do that, and I would say he succeeded. 
Kinsey would be very happy with our culture today. His idea was that children are sexual from birth, that we're all inherently sexual creatures from cradle to grave. He believed that true happiness is found in a life of perverse sexual experimentation, no matter the age. What came out is that his research was fraudulent. Kinsey based his fraudulent conclusions on data he collected from convicted sex offenders and child molesters. His research was conducted in prisons, not everyday America. He also performed horrific sexual experiments on children, some under the age of one. His most influential book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, contains an infamous chart called Table 34, which documents the orgasms of very young kids, including babies as young as five months old. But the most disturbing evidence comes from Kinsey's so-called scientific tables, wherein he describes the sexual responses of young children. When I was reading Kinsey's book in the first place, and I looked at the tables, table 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, and these were tables with ages of children on the left-hand side, and then orgasm in one panel, and timed orgasm, time of orgasm in the next one. In Kinsey's tables 31 through 34, he documented the timed orgasms of children as young as two months old, recording their responses down to the tenth of a second. The findings are so extreme that one child, a four-year-old, is said to have had 26 orgasms within a 24-hour period. For Dr. Reisman, the obvious question was, where did Kinsey get such information? And I, I, I looked at those charts and graphs. I can't tell you how long it took me to try to process what I was seeing. So these are, this is the torture of children. At the base of Table 31, Kinsey tells us that the data is based on actual observation of 317 males. Then on page 177 of the male volume, Kinsey writes, orgasm is in our records for a female babe of four months. But how would anyone recognize such a response in a young child? Kinsey wrote that among pre-adolescent boys and among younger females, orgasm is not so readily recognized, partly because of the lack of ejaculate. And so I said, what? What did this man, this Kinsey, called an or call an orgasm? Right. I mean, it's an obvious question, isn't it? I mean, um, first of all, this was not possible. But second of all, what did he call? Well, I saw he documented it on page one sixty and one sixty one, in in Kinsey's book, Sexual Behavior in the Human Male. He described specifically what he called an orgasm amongst these children. Kinsey defined orgasm for pre-adolescent children with the following description. A gradual and sometimes prolonged build-up to orgasm, which involves still more violent convulsions of the whole body. Heavy breathing, groaning, sobbing, or more violent cries, sometimes with an abundance of tears, especially among younger children. And he said there were six kinds of six categories he called them six categories of orgasm and he had one category one two three four five and six and included in these categories of what he called an orgasm were uh, screaming writhing in pain hysterics especially among younger children he put that in parenthesis especially among younger children parenthesis mm -hmm. um, he said that the children had convulsions 
Those were his words. He said they fainted. He said they, they struck the partner. He called it the partner. This is the man who's raping the child. Okay. They struck the partner and tried to get away. And, and he said that those were all examples for him, for him, of orgasm. Kinsey made it clear that this data was supplied by adult observers who were defined as pedophiles by Kinsey's own team members, as you will hear later on. Kinsey wrote, some males suffer excruciating pain and may scream. The males in the present group, by which he meant pre-adolescent boys, become similarly hypersensitive before the arrival of actual orgasm, will fight away from the partner, and may make violent attempts to avoid climax, although, he said, they derive definite pleasure from the situation. Kinsey biographer James H. Jones was a 1998 Pulitzer Prize finalist for his biography on Kinsey. In the Yorkshire documentary, Jones had this to say about Kinsey's description of child orgasm. If you read those words, what he's talking about is kids who are screaming, kids who are protesting in every way they can the fact that their bodies, that their persons are being violated. At that point, reading that, I said, the only person who could write that would be, number one, a pedophile or a pederast, because these were boys, was homosexual abuse of boys, and a sadomasochist. That is, the only human being in the world who could call an orgasm something that involved people throwing up, I mean, having convulsions, fainting, screaming, crying, uh, the only person who could do that is someone who experienced that themselves. And that had to be a sadomasochist. And the only person who could apply their sadomasochism to an infant and a child would be a pederast, a rapist. And that's what Kinsey did in that book. Kinsey's own sadomasochistic tendencies have been documented by a number of biographers. James Jones revealed that Kinsey once climbed into a bathtub and circumcised himself with a pocket knife without the benefit of anesthesia. Another account of Kinsey's extreme self-abuse came about when his research was under investigation. Jones reports that after the Rockefeller Foundation withdrew his funding, Kinsey went to a basement, tied one end of a rope to an exposed ceiling pipe and the other end around his scrotum then stood on a chair and jumped off. The abuse that he inflicted on his organs, on his sexual organs, were very directly identified in his death. That was orchitis, that was a serious inflammation and, and um, disease that he inflicted upon himself that was basically involved in his final death. The model pedal code that was adopted uh, just after 1955 was based on Kinsey's research. This is a flow chart I put together to describe how the Kinsey research gutted American laws. Through the American Law Institute, ALI, the American Law Institute Model Penal Code, 1955, that was where protections were then removed for women and children from American law system. The U.S. justice system from 1948 to today, that's what this is about. After publishing his reports, Kinsey traveled the country, giving lectures at universities and testifying before lawmakers. He was received as the leading scientific expert in the world on human sexuality. 
In particular, he discussed laws concerning sex offenders and the education of children. Of children, he said, 100% of or are orgasmic from birth. Therefore, children can benefit from sex with adults and even incest, so that we, which is illegal. So we need to lower the age of consent. Uh, that's he was working toward making everything legal, but that's all right. Children need early, explicit sex school sex education since they're sexual from birth, which was illegal at the time, now it's everywhere. They need masturbation and hetero and homosexual acts to be taught to them, which was illegal and now it's being taught. And about parole, Kinsey said that sex offenders rarely repeat sex crimes, therefore all sex offenders should be paroled, which is exactly what, then what started to take place. Part of Kinsey's defense of pedophiles was that children were not really harmed by sexual contact with adults. Therefore, it made no sense to incarcerate pedophiles for lengthy prison terms. In 1950, uh, Rockefeller funded the American Law Institute Model Penal Code. 1952, a Harvard Law Review called for a code to change our sex laws in accordance with what Kinsey had objectively found. And then in 1955, the code was created and sent out to all legislators in the country via these important people, judge, lawyers, sociologists, lawyers, and so forth. And from there, that went the ALI model, the, the sex offenses section, sent to states all over the country, adopted all or in part beginning in 1956 here and moving on to Illinois, to Minnesota and so forth, and all other states of the union. As Dr. Reisman noted, the model penal code was financed by the Rockefeller Foundation. Not coincidentally, the Rockefeller Foundation also financed the research of Alfred Kinsey. But instead of suffering the consequences for his heinous actions, he was and still is celebrated by academia and Hollywood. His ideas form the foundation for sexual education in public schools today. How do we get from this to you can choose your own gender? Okay, well now we have another very important character and his name was John Money. John Money was a psychologist and professor at Johns Hopkins University. Gender ideology was his brainchild in fact, he coined the terms gender identity and gender roles. And according to Money, babies are gender neutral at birth. And ultimately, environment determines whether a person is a man or a woman. Money was telling the world about his theory that a boy could be raised as a girl and do just fine, and vice versa. And so Money tried out his theory on two young twin boys, the Reimer twins. When the twins were eight months old and they went to be circumcised, the first twin, whose name was Bruce, um, something went wrong with the machinery and his penis was burnt off. They stopped and didn't do a second circumcision on the other twin, as you might imagine. And the parents, of course, didn't know what to do. How are they gonna raise this child? John Money convinced Bruce's parents to transition him into a girl. Money also conducted sexually abusive experiments on the twins throughout their childhood including forcing them to simulate sex acts on each other. He reported up to the age of 10 that this was a complete success. Well, wasn't true. The results were a disaster. Bruce could never fully accept his female identity. Eventually, his parents told him the truth and he chose to transition back to a boy, taking the name David. As an adult, David spoke out about the abuse and the damage done to him by John Money. The girls would do their things with their Barbies and things like that. And 
that wouldn't interest me. Mm -hmm. And uh, things such as trucks and uh, building forts and uh, you know getting to the odd fist fight and mm -hmm. climbing trees. That's the kind of stuff that I like, but it was unacceptable. So I'd never. As a girl. As, as a girl, I had no place to, to fit in. The trauma that he and his brother and his entire family went through left deep scars. His brother died of an overdose uh, when he was 38, and then David died, committed suicide. There was never a retraction or an apology from John Money. Instead, his ideas were adopted by mainstream psychology, and they formed the basis of gender ideology today. Why don't more people know about John Money and Alfred Kinsey? Evidently, there are forces that don't want this information out. Well, this information is getting out. We're here to do that. Uh, welcome, James Cordner. Uh, you just arrived. And welcome to uh, first, James. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, and welcome to uh, Johnny Cerucci. Thank you for joining us today. Sean, what a freaking nightmare, man. What a nightmare. <laughs> I, I can't believe that I lost my Facebook login information and the most simple rudimentary fixes for that were, were nothing was working. It was well, absolutely, uh, I called my wife to help. We're glad me. you're here. We're glad Two you're of here. us are sitting there. I could not believe it. Okay. Well, we're thankful that you're here now. Uh, you just joined us in the middle of a clip where uh, we discussed, I mean, it, well, it, dis, it lays out that today's, uh, what is, the kids today are like in a soup that was created by a sadistic pedophile. And then later, Another person who thought that he could toy with humanity like it's clay uh, in a botched circumcision, which obviously should never have happened in the first place. They figured, oh, whatever, we'll raise him like this because there is no, uh, you know, humans are just clay computers that we can just program. They had no, uh, it's a very um, materialistic, satanic you know, viewpoint. And in any case, we see how that turned out for them. So they uh, divorced the children from truth in as, as far back as the very beginning of childhood. They tell them what is real is not real. And your childhood imagination is fine. You know, that applies to Santa as well as your you know, objective reality of truth. Uh, all of that is, is to play with and it's whose truth, you know, that's how this, the person who uh, Matt Walsh uh, was interviewing in his wonderful documentary, uh, what is a woman? And also there were clips of, uh, uh, of Judith Reisman who just recently passed away. Um, Rest in peace, Judith Reisman. She, uh, she did great work in this world, and she wrote a book about Kinsey and his influence on uh, society and, you know, where the root of it, what, who funded him. Um, and I, you know, injected that into the clip so that we get all that information uh, right at the beginning. And sorry for being so long-winded about it. But, 
what uh, let's start with James. Uh, what do you have to say first here? Well, I mean, it, it's pretty, it's pretty, you know, cut and dry. Um, it's right. you know, the, the, what seems to be going on here is a total, like a complete and total just hijacking of a person's ability to, to really self-actualize and to come, come into their own on their own. Mm -hmm. um, at the beginning of this conversation, like, you know, I, I would really just like to say that like, this isn't about, this isn't about uh, having the freedom to live your life the way that you, that you would choose to live it in an, in a free world. This isn't about getting in the way of that. This is about reinforcing the idea that each of us needs to tread our own path and f and find our own way in life unadulterated uh, like un like freely mm. um, to put it in more simple terms we can't have people out there grooming kids it's yeah. not right uh it, it's just not right you you it is an act of of violence Right. You're, you are stealing their opportunity to learn how to exist in this in, in reality on their own. And that's just, a, to me, it, there's, there's really nothing wrong with how an adult grows up. If, if like, a, if, if somebody grows up and they're like, you know, like I've always just felt this way, then yeah, whatever. Who am I to judge? Accept acceptance and tolerance and all that good stuff. Like I'm totally on board for that. Like, I don't, I don't care. Uh, so long as you're not causing harm to anybody else, I don't care what you do. You're do if you're not doing wrong, you're, you're, you're practicing your rights. But if you're getting in the way of a child right. being able to like grow up and experience, you know, life according on their own terms. And if you're getting in the way of like parents really trying to, you know, raise a child, uh, correctly, if the parents aren't harming them or, or all these different circumstances aren't you know, aren't coming, uh, aren't being played out, I guess is what I'm trying to say that like you're, what you're essentially doing is you're grooming kids and you're brainwashing them into being, <laughs> into being, you know, some weird sex crazed nut job later on well, with doing things that they can't reverse doing things that, that are, that are really terrible for the human body. And just, and then at, at the same time, it's an attack into the kids. Like while the, while the kids are doing uh, their kid thing, they can't choose to like leave the school where the, where the, uh, right. where the drag queen is doing drag, right. Drag queen story hour. They can't get up and leave if they want. They're, they're not there voluntarily. They're being forced into doing these things. You bring them to a family friendly drag show and you let your kids hand money to a drag queen. What are you fucking nuts? <laughs> What are you not? Right. Exactly. Like, like you say, and it's participating in the larger child to a strip club. Hold on. It's a like child to a strip club and letting the letting the fucking uh, you know your eight year old kid get grinded up on by whoever's up on stage. It's the it's the exact same it's the exact same thing. It really is. Like it's just the clothes are still on. There's clips out there. There's too many to really bring to light tonight because we would be here all night. And like, honestly, like I don't even care about drag queens either, but leave kids out of it. Like right. leave, leave kids out of it. Right. What are you doing? You're bringing so they were kids. Cause guess what? At the end of the day, what happens is, is that these people know that their ideology is stupid 
that it's going to die out on its own and that it's not it's not as big as it, as they're making it out to be the amount of people that are actually living a life like this is so small but they have a really loud voice for some reason but guess what that what i'm really trying to get at is is that like they know that if they don't go after kids that their ideology is going to die out so they have because they're not having kids on their own largely they're, they're largely transsexual people do right. not have the ability to have kids on their own uh, we get that you know so like what's going on here is they go after other people's kids they're coming after right and they do it through public school they do it with the government assistance it's disgusting and it needs to stop right they and it's like there's this is a uh, like an already a satanic uh it's like a satanic vibe that's already in effect. And when these people, when every, when people give in and uh, comply and uh, agree to this type of thing, it's, it is grooming the next generation. It's, it's automatically happening just because everything is flooded in this Kinsey material of like, and it's the, and Kinsey was a Crowleyite. And Crowley said that all the kids should see every sex act before they're like seven or whatever. It's like it, it is part of the mind control. It is how they uh, demoralize and separate the child from his body. It's to cause dissociation. And when we agree, then that is, uh, you know, the, the whole society is grooming the kids. So like if you are, you know, if you put the $10 in your kid's hand to go put in a stripper's thing, like it's still a stripper and it's, it's even worse. It's like a satanic stripper. It's opposite of what it's saying it is, you know, it's yeah. The satanic mirror is another thing. So we'll uh, tell us, what do you think about that first clip? That whole documentary is, was done very well. And, um, it's it's what's really going on is and like you said Sean about you know it's disassociation um at a very early age you know it's trauma based mind control and it's it's propagating the ideology of relativism and, and i mean you know the theory of relativity in general right this is a theory sure some things are relative but not reality you know not truth and but this has been this is being propagated. And like even the lady said, right? Oh, who's truth? If you can distort truth, that's the game changer, right? That's you're getting to the root because then nothing has meaning. Nothing has purpose. Communication fails and crumbles and and distorts actual objective reality. Right. Um, and this is why the social engineers want to put the wedge between child and parents as early as possible. Um, this agenda has been going on for a long time. We can see it, you know, in entertainment and in culture many, many years ago, right. With, you know, sex cells, this kind of thing, sexualizing uh, just people in general and um, but using it as a tool of, of propagating and promoting uh, what has led up to this type of ideology Um and it's, you know, it's deplorable. So, I right. mean, yeah, 
it started it's, with Dolly Parton and now look at what it is. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, one, exactly. One more thing, just to, Please, just to just pick in real quick. I'm sorry. Well, good to see no, you, go for it. buddy. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, likewise, brother. In a while. Awesome. And, and nice to meet you, Johnny. But uh, um, before anybody that's listening to this, either live or on the replay, don't get it twisted. This isn't a one-sided debate. We're not going after one side of your stupid political, uh, you know, your political, you know, teams there or whatever you want to call it like this happens like think about the little beauty pageants that they send their daughters to that's republicans and all these trannies they go after the right. democrats like the democrats do the one way the republicans right. do the other way it's a big huge system of getting in the way of kids living freely and being able to self-actualize and it's all government it's their goal it's it's even when they're not doing harm that we perceive the total like the totality of people like that, that mass amount of people out there, the way that they perceive harm is not exactly the, the correct way. But even when you're like doing things as giving your kids up to putting them in the public education system, government indoctrination camps, like it's still, they, you're, you're letting somebody else kind of do uh, put, put the programming in there. Right. So it's not just about this one piece of the pie. It's about the whole thing. And the, the, the big message here is that there's large groups of people out there that have in mind to brainwash your kids into doing things that are completely satanic. And with that, I yield. <laughs> what, Johnny, what do you think about that? I think I think y'all are a bunch of just wound too tight. Y'all need to loosen <laughs> up. Come on. What's, what's a little strip club or a little, a little uh, tranny story hour for a five-year-old? Come on. Guys are... Square, <laughs> what is going on? All right, so listen. Um, here's here's to me. This is the bigger the bigger agenda. In no way, shape, or form do I consider this coming from the trans the transsexual community or the homosexual community. This absolutely comes from what I call the the satanic Luciferian Jesuit elite. In the same way that mandatory vaccines. This is no different to me. This is no different to me than the mandatory vaccines. This is a desire to hamstring, kill off, sicken, and slave any possible future danger to the satanic machine. Um, and that exactly the, the sad fact is, is that the, the ones that they fear the most, whether they're right or wrong, the ones they fear the most are resolute, well-adjusted, disciplined males. And so the agenda is to take those future enemies and destroy them now to fill them with heaven only knows some sort of um, myocarditis, nanoparticulate markers, right. yeah. nanoparticulate markers that could be used for some sort of um, advanced weapon where it's not that really who knows what, of, yeah right uh, of nanoparticulate in your system that a, that that a weapon can pick up okay yeah. this guy's got graphene oxide in him and he's the one we want zap right. him. red team blue team red team blue team That's exactly how, it's not that right. hard same thing with this agenda is right. to take children through the mandatory education system now if if, if you are you put your allow your child to go into this meat grinder, this mental, emotional, and physical meat grinder of education. First of all, there's a lot of people that don't have a choice. There's a lot of people that don't have the money. They can't manage it any other way. Uh, but those who can, if there's anything you can do to try and 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 take care of your kids yourself, 
you will be saving them a lot. Yeah. You will be saving them. They, th these bastards are going to bleed you no matter what with the property taxes. That's a whole nother show where Johnny says <laughs> don't pay taxes. Uh, right. But um, the bottom line is, is this is not a, uh, a transgender agenda. This is not a homosexual agenda. This is a satanic, Luciferian, billionaire, Jesuit elite agenda to to destroy tomorrow's enemies. The 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 good kids that have had enough that are picking up the good people of China right now that are picking up torches and pitchforks. They are trying to cut them off now and do right. irreparable harm to them now. Um, right. I have. Uh, I also have take on uh, Judith Reisman and Alfred Kinsey, but I'll I'll shut up for now. Oh, okay, know. wonderful. Funny thing uh, about Kinsey while we're uh, while you mentioned him. All right, like for anyone out there listening, um, if you think that that idea came and went back like seventy years ago, uh, you know, then you're wrong. And I will. I'm going to share something right now to kind of um, bring that into the modern day. So, Thank you, James, for you're welcome. sharing that. And so what we have here is an article from the Daily Mail. We can all see this, right? I'm still not. Yep. Yep. Okay. Planned Parenthood executive. Oh, let's date this right off the bat. Um, <laughs> the 2nd of December, 2022. Ooh. So it is very, very recent. Planned Parenthood executive director claims children are born sexual and advocates porn literacy lessons for older students and sex education from kindergarten. Kindergarten. So let's put a name to the face. Let's put a, a, a name to the face there. That's <laughs> Bill Taverner. And um, he's the he's this guy that's propagating this executive director of Planned Parenthood Center for Sex Education located in New Jersey. Bill Taverner said we are all sexual beings from birth to death. Taverner has also been advocating for porn literacy for certain age groups, as well as comprehensive sex education for kindergarten to 12th grade students. Well, Tavener agrees that a lot of porn is wrong, but added that there is good stuff out there as well. The sexuality education advocate said he'd never wanted pornography to be the primary source of sex education, but instruction needs to be needs to adapt. The comments have been slammed on social media, some describing the beliefs as incredibly vile and pedophile thinking. So, you know, wow. we, can't, we can't go and, you know, read the whole article here and but um that but, is very interesting but, james it's very interesting because it's like like it's it's not an old idea i mean right. it started it started out a long time ago but it's still right. being brought out today it's essentially the same thing that kinsey was saying yes. in fact it is very close to the exact right. thing that he was saying without without a little bit of the gratuitous nature of what exactly kinsey was saying this guy's coming at it from like a from like a soft kind yeah. of yeah but, it's funny because Kinsey was saying the exact thing that Crowley was saying. Hmm. And Crowley created the reality that we have given to us today. So that all makes sense. And he was paid for by Rockefeller money. And then you can see how he abused himself when that Rockefeller money dried up. Um, I, uh, you know, he... He, as she said, Judith Reisman described him to be a pedophile sadomasochist, and he explained his thinking in the in a book titled "Sexuality and Behavior in the Human Male," and it was it was printed in 1948, and that has been 
for some reason that's been printed in black and white and yet it is had has been fast-tracked and allowed and the system has opened the door to it and now it is in every household and people think that they can't oh i can't i can't teach my kids good you know i gotta go to work you know meanwhile that the entire future is being stolen by them and they're like will said they're divorcing them from the truth at such an early age then they can be programmed by the TV and the VR, whatever else they plan on doing with that technocracy. What do you think about that, Will? Yeah, man, it's and and I really like what Johnny and James said because this is another dialectic where they're gonna they're trying to pit you know the left and the right two sets of people. One one side just needs to play into the dialectic and it just it creates that that back and forth, right? So it's it's good to, to kind of lay the foundation and on two levels. One, people need to understand that there is a subset of people psychopaths that are advanced psychologists that understand the human psyche and how reality operates and they understand karmic rep retribution and they're going to they're going to tell people what they're doing right they're they're gonna they're gonna put it out there and those with the eyes and the ears to see and hear <clears throat> can understand and opt out and not participate right and say no but the majority of people <clears throat> excuse me tacitly agree or go with it um, and so we're yeah. standing on, on the outside of that, right? It's, it's not left or right. The state is the issue right. <clears throat> the ideology that there has to be this control system, the belief in human authority. That's, that's a, a mind virus. Right. Um, but ultimately, and then I'll say for parents too, right? I mean, ideally unschooling homeschooling is what you want to shoot for, but guess what? The norm nowadays is co-parenting. In an ideal situation where parents are together under the same roof, that's awesome. That would be ideal. But majority of people, like myself, were co-parenting, and you know that can be extremely difficult. But still, if your kids are in some kind of uh, public public schooling or you know wh whatever that may be, you are still their parents, meaning you still have that influence. And um, you know a lot of parents, their kids are in school eight hours a day, and they they kind of check out. The rest of the time it's mm -hmm. it's so schooling in that system ends up being the primary influencer in a child's life especially at a young age and culture is the strong arm of tyranny and and you know mind control and you add that into the into the pot so it's it's a huge dynamic and it's an important one because like johnny was saying you you have to disable the men especially for the future, right? I mean, the, the men are the strength. Um, and if, if, you can, if you can put that down, if you can feminize men and make them submissive and m make them cowardly <clears throat> and almost invert the, the, the male aspect, right? Then the future for all-out overt slavery will be very easy to take. Yeah. Very we have good a comment point. here that I think that uh, that I think that all four of us need to kind of address uh, from Angela Green. I would like to show this. She says that the hermetic principles need to say sex, not gender. The translation is wrong. Um, 
I really, first of all, I really appreciate the, the interaction between us and the, the audience. This is wonderful. Um, it says gender because the word didn't, didn't start existing because John Money didn't make up the word. Right? That word means to generate, a, a generative, it's the generative principle in nature. So like that's why it says gender in the Kaibalion and in the, within the Hermetic principles. It has nothing to do um, with sex. It has to do with female and male. Um, like, what would you say, Will? It's, uh, it's two pillars. Mental, mental energy, um, but mm. also understanding that it also does mean in the physical realm, and you yes. add polarity to that, we do have male and female. It mm. does not imply that we are both biological male and female. It's, it's referring to um, the mental faculties of masculine and feminine um, energies, characteristics. You could look this as the, the left and right hemisphere of the brain and, and, um, and also, but in the physical domain, the manifested domain, there is male and female. Right. Excellent. And we can see, we can see this through nature, right? We can see yeah. this, you can see this in the animal kingdom and the plant kingdom. Um, so it's, but correct. Now that we're going through this, uh, this, this gender, identity crisis type of uh, agenda right i mean for sure a lot of people i have a shirt that has the hermetic principles on there and i get the the top comment is yeah. well what do you mean by gender and i have <laughs> to go and explain trigger. It. Yeah. It, kind of yeah it can be so wow. um well, i'm glad you're wearing Angela the truth saying, i'm glad you're wearing the truth on your shirt man because they yeah, can't avoid sure. that shit, you know, when it's there in their face, they have to see it, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and it's a good opportunity for me to kind of explain and dive deeper that, right. you know, the, the hermetic principles, this is the unseen metaphysical realm. Right. And a lot of people have a hard time with metaphysical, especially the scientist, scientific, the materialist, right. atomist um, uh, right. institute of today where matter is prime. Right. And that is the atheism has been, you know, the science uh, has divorced itself from creation at all. If they have to, you have to believe it's an accident that this whole world, like, mm -hmm. you know, and like you have to believe it's an accident that all of your molecules work together properly. Like they just fell into place like that. I mean, it's so ridiculous. But anyway, so you <laughs> got to believe the one lie and then everything else makes sense. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, that's how they get us to agree. And then if, if they can hit us as a kid where truth is not even what you are as your body is not reality, you can change that. Will whatever, like there was a woman who got arrested and put in jail because her kid got a tattoo because he's not old enough to have a tattoo and they can't make that decision yet. Meanwhile, the same state allows uh, gender, you know, hormone blockers, right? That mm -hmm. and even bottom surgery like this, it just because whatever. Oh, it's uh, what they feel like they want to do, you know, and total relativity, man. Exactly. Right. Johnny, what do you think about that? Yeah, um, that's a crazy disturbing story that James found. Um, and there's bigger questions to be asked. What is planned parenthood 
doing yeah. pushing sex on five-year-olds. You would think that maybe they expect to gain from sexualized children, increasing their sexual activity, and then we have more unwanted children. More unwanted children means more abortion. More abortion means more money from the vaccine industry who uses slaughtered baby for their research and for the vaccines. And it's funny to them to load the vaccines with slaughter baby and then jam them into us. Uh, of course, uh, Planned Parenthood, and I don't know how much you guys are familiar with me and my work. I'm, I hope I don't get on your nerves because I see everything going back to Rome. And I'm gonna I'm gonna point out names, places, and dates. Margaret Sanger behind Planned Parenthood, yeah, uh, with her with her Roman Catholic background, uh, and also the uh, the Reisman uh, Kinsey stuff. Let's see if I can share this. Okay, this is from my this is from my third book, Eaters of Children. Really? Nobody knows about Kinsey that Kinsey had his children baptized and confirmed in Roman Catholicism that he met his pornographer, Samuel Stewart, at DePaul University. And, and Stewart was a, um, an instructor at Jesuit Loyola, Jesuit John Carroll in Montana, and also at DePaul. So uh, Judith was, of course, Jewish, and she was actually a um, um, uh, Vatican expert. She was called to the Vatican. Why? Because she was completely missed these connections. Kinsey is blown up as this, this uh, aberration that has popped up out of nowhere. Aberration for those of us who are offended by, by um, him uh, masturbating infants, you know, and the, the, the weirdos like us that, are, that were offended by that. Um, he's not. He was absolutely part of this satanic, this satanic system. Right. And as, as a quick aside, Kinsey... Kinsey uh, had he he organized camping trips with his church, and they would stand around and masturbate. Uh, go ahead. Also, also with the Boy Scouts, he was right. um, and 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 I I frequently point out that uh, Sir Robert Baden Powell was a pederast, which was uh, an adult. It is an adult male that lusts after young boys. The founder of the, the co-founder of the Boy Scouts was, right. was a pederast. The whole purpose of the Boy Scouts is the entire time. So why they're chapter 11 as a result of, of sex scandals of scout masters. And the, just a few years ago, I, I can remember when it was huge that um, homosexual men were being barred. There was a huge push, a huge, a huge... Uh, to uh, accept the homos. Yeah, to, the... to accept homosexual men. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not anti-homosexual that that they're, they're, what's going on there was that there were men attracted to young boys right. and whether regardless of how they identify themselves this was access for them exactly so and uh, that's what happens with all those points in all, all those access points uh you know at school or daycares or uh you know that's that's where they gravitate that's you yeah. know you're not going to find uh your Average pedophile isn't going to work at Walmart as a janitor. No, no, you know? but then you can find them at the daycare at West Point exactly. where they were conducting satanic experiments. They were raping kids, torturing, torturing small animals to traumatize them. Yeah, uh, as the Presidio the, as well. The, Presidio at the same time. West right. Point and Presidio at the same right. time. But, but you've, got, you've got good federal prosecutors 
like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Cross-Dressing Giuliani, a Roman Catholic cross-dresser, I don't mean redundant, Roman, Roman Catholic who's trained, twice trained by the Christian brothers, who was willing to take those abominations and sweep them under the carpet as a federal prosecutor. Now, you, you look, you know how they wave the flag, okay? I've been 20 years in the military. How they wave the flag. Thank you for protecting our freedom. What did I do? I didn't protect your freedom. You're more slave now than you ever were before. Um, imagine what, how the American people would be a little bit annoyed and perturbed to find out that the, the children of soldiers were raped in satanic experiments and the lawyer of Donald Trump help sweep it under the carpet and that's what catapulted him into being mayor of new york city during the uh, during 9 11 when we had the engineering miracle of two civilian airliners packing pancaking three skyscrapers in their own footprint thank you johnny that was so i have i have that story let me let me share that real real quick. So nice. anyone out there is like, hey, what is he talking about? Kid got arrested. Uh, mom got arrested after in New York. Mom got arrested after son shows school nurses new tattoo. Thank the you. Mother, the mother of a ten year old boy was arrested in Highland, New York, and this took place. Uh, this story was published December seventh, two thousand and twenty two. And that was in New York. So, I mean, so we don't go through the whole article, but we want to make sure that it's shown so may, so people can. And, and was James, was the child given to child predator services? Let's see. Um, so let's they see. took the mother and now the, the child has no guardian. And now oh, the right. Yeah, want. the child is in the foster care now. There we go. Because he's being um, trafficked right now. Yes. Yes. Over a tattoo. Much better. Much better. The child had a tattoo. <sighs> Let's take him away from his mother and put him into a system that will give him to some good pedophiles. Let's yeah. see right here. Uh, let's pull it back up real quick. All right. It says Crystal Thomas was charged with endangering the welfare of a child after a school nurse discovered her son's new tattoo. His name and his name in large block letters and reported it to school officials. Thomas faces up to one year in prison if convicted and her two children were both taken away by child protective services. Got him. The tattoo artist was also arrested. So these people, you can go and give your eight-year-old or your 10-year-old, you know, gender reassignment surgery. The president of the United States is up on stage saying we need to affirm these, you know, we need to do all this affirmation and everything like that. Um, and, you know, but a tattoo is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, actually, a tattoo is more reversible than your gender reassignment surgery. Trust yeah. me, I have a lot of tattoos. Right. I've looked into it. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. and then try listening to uh, somebody who wants to go back after a gender reassignment. Yeah. Those people and are very sad. They is, I mean, the they have to, the females, uh, they have, I'm sorry, this uh, is not the thing. The uh, The females have to grow an, another appendage off of their arm to be removed and applied. I mean, it is, and what the males have to do, it, it has to be inverted and tucked inside and held open. So it doesn't seal shut because it's an open wound that they have to walk around with for months. Mm. I mean, it is trauma. That's the same reason they, uh, that's the same reason they circumcise little babies because it's such a trauma to their brains. And I mean, they're, they love what uh, circumcision makes such uh, dissociative slaves. Oh, let's see if we can chop the whole rest of it off. And if you look back in history, 
If you look at the Cybele cult, the Sibylle cult of pre-Rome, it came Magna Mater uh, is the cult in Rome, uh, the great mother. And she's the grandmother and consort of Attis who chops off his, his junk. She puts him under a schizophrenic stupor and he goes crazy and cuts off his own genitalia. And the blood spills and makes purple violets, right? And it was under uh, an evergreen tree. And that's why people bring an evergreen tree into their house every December, because it is a symbol to Attis. They hang the purple violets on the evergreen tree. This is a, uh, it's a continuation of the Sibylle cult. And the females were whores to the cult. And the males had to cut off their cock and balls to become a priestess in the cult. And it's the same cult of Ishtar and Inanna. It's the same oldest religion. And I think that Rome now is a continuation of this ancient Cybele cult. And that's, that's why they're pushing one of the main reasons why they're pushing the chopping off because that is part of the rights of the uh people the cult of cybel let me tell you how how how, how recent they are practicing this sean still practicing to this day you all can look this up for yourselves look up the now past uh personality eddie van halen roman catholic Narrowly, narrowly escaped castration from his unique Catholic uh, uh, cult there. I think it was in Holland, somewhere in Europe. Look, look that up. Okay. Eddie Van Halen narrowly escaped castration. Well, and I, I, I firmly believe that castration is one of their tools, and I think that that is why the genital mutilation. Uh, is so uh, is such an important thing in what I speak about uh, because the mind and the body are intimately connected as one. And if they can traumatize the body, then that can cause effects in the mind that they wish for the future. And if they can attack the youngest, the younger they get them, the more it affects the core reality of the self of that person in the future. So that it's almost like that's just how they are. That's their personality because it's such a core trauma. And that's why this, I mean, even the separation from truth is a trauma in itself. There's, there's levels of trauma and there's birth trauma that we have to survive. And then the uh, actual genital attack. So I think that this puts the, the people into a dissociative state where, oh, they can give me pain, I better obey. And in a sense, it's, uh, it, it leads to more statism and compliance with authority in the future. It's, uh, and the mothers, they give their babies up to the, to the Moloch of, you know, here you go, doctor, mutilate him whatever i trust you it's uh if they can convince a person to give up their own children to the cult then they have them totally 
And if you looked at what was happening with the jabs, there were kids screaming and fighting and their masked mothers holding them down as they're jabbing them. It's, it's sick. I'm, I hope those poor kids survive. Sean, you know, oh, go ahead, Johnny. Please, Will. Th thanks, Will. Real quick. Well, I did, mm -hmm. I did find that. It's actually Holoverse. Um, Holoverse that Van Halen was raised, raised Dutch Roman Catholic. He was just a baby when his particular inst uh, institution was castrating young boys to cure wow. them of homosexuality. Jeez. But Van Halen appears mm -hmm. to have been spared this. Um, this is also from Reason Magazine. Um, mom arrested and jailed for making eight-year-old son walk half a mile. This was in Texas. Wow. Any, any excuse to take the child. Right. Any excuse to take the child. Go, go ahead, Will. Yeah, that, that's that story's crazy, and I, I I know people personally that have had really insane stories. I don't want to get into details, but you know, CPS is a predator class uh, system. CPS, right? CP, right? Child, child predator. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Seekers, I mean, or or you know, whatever. But they, yeah, I mean, they they aim they aim for fucking families to just totally destroy. Um, anyways, what I was going to say, what you were saying a minute ago, Sean, the uh, disassociation, it, it's a perfect primer um, t for collectivist cult um, ideologies to step in because the individual doesn't have the tool set to um, integrate their their pain and their trauma deep down in the shadow and the unconscious. So they externalize it and they right. seek they look for healing or answers elsewhere. And what do you know right there in popular culture? Um, it, it's the, right. the collectivist cult mentality is, is there to, to pick them right up. So now they can identify with a group of people and, and, and run through that. So, and they're not identifying with their father. Like they're well, not identifying yeah. with their father. They're identifying with the, the greater cult that has, uh, that has scooped them up. Because the fathers are just letting them go to school and letting them listen to whatever, what you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, getting deep into uh, like Jungian psychology, right? With the anima and the animus, this is what I've talked about a lot. Some people might not like hearing this, but if you look at, um, you know, someone that is that that is a man and wants to be a female and vice versa, I guarantee you. <laughs> 99% you can look at their family and you can see the lack of from mother or father. And this is, um, this is called anima possession or animus possession. This is when the, um, the unconscious, the trauma is so unbearable that it comes out and expresses itself externally. And, you know, what's more drastic than, um, hating your father or having, uh, male trauma in your life when you were young and you want to change your identity physically. Um, I mean, that's, that's where, you know, a lot of it stems from is childhood trauma and it goes it's directly related to the parents. That's a very I, good point. I'd like point. to back that up if whenever I can go yeah, for please, it. Yeah, real quick. So I, just this morning I interviewed um, the co-founder of uh, survivors of childhood sex abuse, Richard Windman, who was uh, trafficked by a consortium of governments, cops, Boy Scouts, and um, Roman Catholic priests, specifically Jesuits. He was 
repeatedly violated, used. Um, it's very, very disturbing to find out. Bottom line is, just like everybody's been saying, Will, Sean James, the first line of defense is loving parents. The first line of defense, loving awake parents. Uh, it turned out that Richard's mother um, confronted the Boy Scout masters who were trafficking him to um, rich and shameless all around the world and flying them in to rape this poor kid. And um, she confronted them and they, when they offered to pay bills for her, she allowed it. Uh, Richard talks about Satanism the, right there. It's satanic. Yeah. It's absolutely right. satanic. The, any parent that does that needs to be brought up for the same extremely real justice, harsh charges of, of any child rapist. Mm -hmm. um, we, we talked about the exploitation of kids in Haiti um, and, and how natural disasters in Haiti were exploited specifically by the Roman Catholic Church. There was a Jesuit mission there that was mass raping the children there. And the parents were saying the same thing. The kids were starving and the parents would tell the kids, well, if you want to eat, you have to let this happen to you. So there was wow. a single, there was a single non-ordained missionary from Colorado that took the, the prison sentence. Nobody else was arrested, no criminal charges, and the Jesuits were able to, 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 to uh, pay it off with wow. a $60 million settlement. That's the game they play, is there's never any criminal procedures because the cops and judges and politicians are all either uh, pedophiles right. themselves or bought off. Right. Uh, and, and there's, just like, there's, just like Detro. You, you are familiar oh, yeah. with the yeah, middleman and, and sure he's just a guy. Oh, he had middleman. and told everybody, told everybody he's a middleman. Told right. everybody there's, there's a huge network. Epstein, there's a right. huge network exactly. above and below. It's not just right. Epstein, there's a huge network above yes. and below. No, 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 no. It's right. just him. Now go back to sleep. He's a right. he suicide twice. That's he's right. A of, he's a bit of a <clears throat> that that epstein guy i mean not saying he wasn't doing the things he was doing i'm just saying that he's the one that they throw to the wolves exactly. yeah he's the just one like that they go, oh whoa oh well you got the guy and then everyone's right, like yeah we got the guy we fucking we, we put a stop to this and like yeah. then they continue behind the scenes doing what you send jack ruby exactly. over there to shoot him in the gut right. <laughs> right. exactly yeah. There's there's hundreds and thousands of Epstein's out there, man. This is what people need to understand yeah. is that the the the, the dark occultists, the, the Satanists, their currency is children. That exactly. energy, yeah. that child energy Fact, um, is, is what they is their bodies. currency is what they feed off of. It's what they want yeah. and it's what they're after. Not fucking mm -hmm. money or, or anything else, any That's other type of resource. It's children, the energy of children. Yeah, well, let me let me add that real quick, Sean. Ahead, what Will saying now? I've I've watched Richard Winman interview um, Mitch Garabedian, the the now famous um, lawyer out of Boston, and mm. Garabedian and all those like him, Jeff Anderson. I think he's out in Washington State. Um, they they play this game. These lawyers willingly participate in this game, and they 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 shine themselves on and say. Well, it's not justice to get a settlement, but it's validation. The money admits to them that uh, it actually did happen. And then they get down this track, and, and Will is spot on. It has very little to do with money, especially when you're talking about the Roman Catholic Church, who manages trillions of dollars, billions of modern stolen dollars, 
Mike Resendez out of the Spotlight team did a uh, an Associated Press article about how the Roman Catholic Church stole COVID relief money. You've yeah. got these tyrant scumbags in government who are crushing family businesses needlessly over the scandemic. And then they say, we're going to throw you some crumbs back and COVID relief money. We've been bleeding you to death. We'll give you some crumbs back. And the massive harlot of the Roman Catholic Church jumps in front and takes billions of dollars and gives it to the pedophile vacation homes. Right. Yeah. So it's not about money. Mm. It is absolutely about my, what I call the devil simulation. It is the, the, the ultimate deal with the devil. What are you willing to do to get ahead? Are you willing to violate the most innocent, cause pain and harm to the most innocent? Uh, 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 Fauci with his experiments on torturing puppies to death. Are you kidding yeah. me? The Jesuit mm -hmm. Fauci puppy. Right. My tax dollars is what they do. Uh, uh, right. Who finds sexual attraction with a toddler? No, this is this is the this the Satanism. And they have yes. uh, destroyed their humanity. I'll shut up, Sean. Go ahead. No, I agree that no, uh, you know, they, you're uh, dead on, Johnny. Please, I got James. something. I got something. In it. Oh, if you wanted to go, Sean, that's cool. I got something in a minute that kind of backs okay. up some of the some of the things so go ahead right yeah i just uh i just wanted to say that um uh, i guess i kind of got off track there from what johnny was saying but uh yes the uh they they have the the uh the the attack on the youth and okay what i wanted to get to is that yes they are currency like human beings are drug factories each human being has an endogenous drug system and that can be hijacked by another person. And that's what a lot of this dark occult ritual is. That's why uh, you look at um, uh, Sim, uh, Simeon of Trent, uh, they like the photographs of this little kid, they're just bleeding him. But that, I mean... Uh, there's the louche being stolen by the other realms, but there's also the blood itself is uh, is accentuated with the endogenous drugs that are pumping through that little terrified individual. And they're feeding off this like vampires. Uh, people are familiar with adrenochrome. There's many drugs. It's not just adrenaline. And this has become, uh, this is a currency, not only the fact that they can use them as sex, like slaves, or they harvest their organs, uh, they, they turn them into slaves for the future through, through trauma. So they're infinitely valuable to have uh, uh, this commodity of a child that can be raped and is a dissociative state that you can trade amongst others. And blackmail is the only glue that holds together a hierarchical structure of Satanism. They have to have blackmail. And if you read uh, the, the two uh, books by uh, Whitney Webb, the uh, One Nation Under Blackmail, volume one and two, describes the whole phenomenon of Epstein. And it's not just sex, it's finance. And finance connects to everything. Finance connects to truth because money is actually being exchanged and it's put there in reality for all to see. So if people, uh, people need to pay attention to what's really going on. 
Sorry. There, James, what do have you found that? Uh, I did not find what you're what you're speaking about, but oh, what I'm not what I'm what you were speaking about before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have it on standby here. Um, it's so so what we're we're establishing this baseline here when we're talking about Epstein and we're talking about you know the the energy harvest and all of this all of the what they're trying to do and it it plays an important role because the jig is up. The stories are coming out. And it's like a mad dash to the finish to make it so that the crimes that they've committed are somehow acceptable among the majority of people so that they don't go to the gallows. Like this is a major play when it comes down to it. This is a, a big part of the, the, uh, the means to justify the end where the, the end that they, that they want and right. an excellent. Um, That's a very good point. To, to to kind of like give an example of this, I'll, I got another article here, and it is about this Washington Post article about downstate, which is a play about pedophiles. And Washington Post says it's also brilliant. Uh. The, the tagline is that Bruce Norris's off-Broadway work is tough stuff, questioning how society treats those convicted of heinous acts. And it's like, okay, why why are we even why are we even questioning this? These people have done the most atrocious thing that you can do to another, to another human being. Uh, because the, like, honestly, there, there, are, there are two classes of people within society that are, that are always ranked the most defenseless among us. And it's elderly folks and children and not in that order. Actually, it's opposite that order. Children are the most defenseless people in our society. Elderly people are, at least at an age where they've been able to realize their potential and learn the difference between right and wrong and to have a brain of their own. Children are, are not there, right? Just, just the facts. So when we're looking at puff pieces from the Washington post, which is owned by Jeff Bezos, Amazon, all that stuff. And it's just like this, this predator class, you know, and it's like, I, I, I can't stress it enough folks that this is like real. It's really going on. And, that the goal is to make it so that they can just do it right out in the open and yes. not anybody think that it's mm -hmm. that there's wrong with it. So it's this slow burn process of normalizing this behavior that way when it all comes to out that they can do it. There's a right. there's a um, there is a, a professor from the Old Dominion University. That professor's name is uh let me see here hold on sorry guys um, um, the oh, the professor uh shit <laughs> it's okay uh, brother anyways oh professor alan walker and uh it's let me see here let's pull this up and let's put a face to the name <laughs> thanks about for that, that. Yeah, no problem. So professor who defended, uh, oh, so they this resigned, this person resigned. And, um, and since pedophiles don't choose who they are attracted to, that attraction. So fucking be. bullshit, dude. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, uh, it's no, not my tot. Speak up, bro. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. yeah. To even say that. Yeah. Right. 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 And, you know, and that, that the, the. Love is love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a circular definition. That's not logically fallacious at all. <laughs> <laughs> fallacious. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a fallacy, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right, right. But it sounds like another word. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Fucking immature prick. <laughs> but like the universe, they, so this is Alan Walker. 
and like the, the and uh, he, they, them, whatever. They he desi- he resigned, but not without you know really trying to make this you know this uh, story, and it it, ra- it it makes it a topic of conversation, and it's and like Will yeah. said, fucking bullshit. Like they're not cho- like they're not well, choosing. There Go was ahead. TED talks. Sorry. It, Go ahead. it says right there, you know, pedophiles don't choose who they love. That's the abdication of free will. Fucking A, they choose, and they know exactly what they're doing, right? They are choosing that shit. It, the mockery is so, it, it's so abundant. It's out there everywhere. You look at the, the um, Balenciaga uh, issue, right, where they right. said, oh, it was just an accident. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> that that's the biggest pile of fucking yeah. horse shit man how it's not you, an accident they, how you, they know yeah. what they're doing they're putting that out there right to the public and like what you were saying james it's all about normalizing it and uh desensitizing it and they that's what they ultimately want they want it so they can freely do it out um in the public with right. n- no kind of pushback in fact they want others the majority of people to think like them because this is what this the uh the satanic class class does right they want right. to give them their I- ideology to the majority of people because right. they just want to create one big ass planet that's just one big ritual yeah they satanic society all slavery yeah, they wouldn't mind if that it eventually came it came to be that the people that don't accept it are looked at as the as the weirdos, right? You Absolutely, like that's kind of oh, what happened with the mask. That what the fuck is wrong with you? What, you don't like to wear a mask. What? What? You don't no. like to be in, invaded by uh, with a poison? Like who knows what it is? Like, no. what do you mean? You want to kill grandma? You know, like it's uh, that's all part of it. And that, you know, the massification and the solipsism of like, that's, you know, more uh, stealing away truth. So they have nowhere to stand and they can't, you know, they, they can't be uh, a fighting force. Like, like what uh, Will and Johnny were saying, uh, we need to have a, a race that will be able to stand up against the slavery of the future. And if everybody just agrees to, you know, the Satan world, yes, snow is black. Yes, uh, men are women. Oh, sure. And if we agree to that and they're allowed to walk free, there's we're going to be total slaves in that realm. Like they are creating that to be the master. And, you know, they they cannot create their own reality. They have to make a mirror of of the truth and they have to make it the opposite. I mean, yeah, the inversion of reality. Right. The three principles. Truth does not exist. There is no higher power. And number three is human beings are the apex of creation. (laughs) <laughs> right. It's like so you could see it even in like even a, a really big catchphrase is, well, love is love. No, that's not right, because you have to have the love for truth first. Truth right. comes first. Then you can understand what love is. Right. Like uh, morality is objective and you, uh, you know, we all suffer. And in order to uh, have any understanding of others at all, to recognize that they are there experiencing along with you you have to uh see them as another person and what they do with this materialist society they separate us off 
and they make us see them as them and we're us and that's them, you know, and then it creates the division and the, that way uh, humanity can be ruled by the enslavers. Like if, if we're busy fighting them, then we're already lost. You know, we all got to be together as one and, you know, recognize that there's only like 1% of 1% is the ruling class of Satanism. You know, all we got to do is just say, no, snow is actually white. <laughs> what? No, I am actually a man. <laughs> you know, you can take your Satanism and shove it. I'm going to go live life with truth and we can all live together. You know, I've got some threads, Sean, to piece it all together. And first of all, um, listen, I, I, they, these accidents happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just ask Janet Jackson with her 2004 wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl. Accidents happen. That was on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. No, people, that's, people are not being purposefully sexualized. Come on. Right. Uh, but love what James said about justice. And for me personally, as a born again Christian, I, I have a very uh, strong agenda to unseat Christians from the heresies of um, uh, forgiveness without repentance. That's an absolute heresy. This idea that you have to be a pacifist to the point of uh, being oblivious to injustice. Those are all unbiblical uh, heresies, and they're, they're inundating culture. They're, they completely control culture. I've talked about it before. I love to use the example of the, the 1960 movie Spartacus with Kirk Douglas, where you know couldn't be any more injustice than, than being forced to slaughter people for the amusement of Romans. And they make their, they make their break. They, they, they uh, flip the tables in the, in the camp. And uh, Douglas goes into the, the prison cells there and he's wandering through and he's remembering the past and how they dangled the slave girl, Gene Simmons, in front of him. And then they gave her to somebody else and laughed. And then he hears a commotion outside and he goes back outside and he sees his, his, his fellow gladiators are forcing the Romans to fight each other. And the brave, gallant Kirk Douglas jumps in the middle and says, no, no, no. We don't do to them what, it, and I'm screaming at the screen. Are you effing kidding me? This is exactly what needs to be done. Everything that they did needs to come back on them. That is real justice, and they want to. This is the purpose for the transgender agenda. The purpose for uh, destroying masculinity is to the the very people that the very men that would meet out the justice are well-adjusted men who are moved and motivated by righteous indignation and will not be stopped and will not be distracted by lust, will not be distracted because they've been watered down as metrosexuals. They will, they will meet out justice as is truly deserved. And this satanic machine despises that. This despise, fears it, not despise it, fears it. They are an absolute stark raving mad fear and doing anything and every that they can and they can think of to avoid that happening anywhere in the near future. And if we only knew how few they were and how many we were, it'll already be done by now. Right. Yeah. And that's probably one of the big reasons why they, uh, the mass uh, injection campaign is happening. Uh, you know, because this, they want to, they want to neuter us all, kill us all before we wake up. 
So they're doing the mass reaping right now because they can't keep the lid on anymore. Like James was saying, it's all, it's being revealed. Like this is uh, the great revelations, you know, the, the, the revealing and people are taking the mark, you know, it's really uh, prophetic what's happening. Uh, and it's sad that people that grow up their whole lives learning about, in the book, they're teaching them, like, don't take the mark, don't take the mark. And then they line up for the shot. It's like, whoa, what's happened to these people? You know, and, you know, they, they're they all slaves, you know, and they're all levels of mind control. You know, they go, to, they go to school and they pledge allegiance to the flag and they're told to vote. And, you know, yep. the whole thing of like, uh, you know authority is we tell you truth and what is right and wrong and you don't get to choose uh you know because morality is subjective ultimately <laughs> like what you know will was talking about in the beginning uh and that that is the you know that is the the main uh satanic like program is that with the nihilism and the self-hatred and if we if they can get us to agree to killing ourselves off before we wake up then uh they win you know so we gotta wake up everybody we can and make sure that they don't die because uh, we need to have all the fighters in the fight and like i said earlier the myocarditis hits the males in the heart why does it hit the young males in the heart because those males are going to be just the right age to fight once the truth is out and this 2030, about that 2030 time is when I think that they're planning to have it all sewn up tight. And the young kids of today, they're getting masks. They're going to be about that age in, you know, 2030, another, you know, give it another 10 years or something like that. And it'll be fully, they're going to be pulling the wool over everything. And if you didn't die yet, then you better like have a plan because, they're they're you know they got the digital money system that's you know slavery right there like money in general was already a slavery but now they're going to take away cash so now like they're going to see everything you do and when you do it and like i mean uh if you understand technocracy or cybernetics then you'll understand like how they can control the future of humanity and they already treat us like cattle right they're doing that over in China right now, like with the, with the CBDCs and everything like that and social credit scores and, and whatever. They're rolling out the plan over there to see how it works in real time. Yeah. And hopefully when it comes down to it, the, 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 the globalists will be able to roll out that plan everywhere else with the, uh, the work that they've already done in one place behind them so they can anticipate how the reaction will be in other places. They're not going to say it's the same exact reaction. That's not what I'm saying, but they can anticipate things. It's all about anticipation and preparation. Right. These people have bottomless pockets when it comes to money. They're the people that make the money. They can do whatever they want. Right. So when it comes down to it, when they anticipate these these reactions to these things, they their preparation for the wide the wide range of reactions, they've kind of accounted for just about anything that exists on that spectrum. Right. And they'll be they'll be ready. Like that that's their whole job. They've been right. doing this for a long, long time, and they're basically ready for anything. And now yeah. with the uh, I will go ahead and speak. I was just going to say, you know, it, it, it's part of the the depopulation agenda, right? To to um, 
invert the the genders right to feminize Ooh. the men and masculinize the the women right. and so th there you have you know birth rates plummeting Call also it. the yeah, exactly it's culling absolutely and the war on testosterone well the inversion right. of testosterone right they want to give ma um um Mass amounts of testosterone to to women exactly, but they're demonizing it in men, and testosterone is something that that a lot of men need to look at, especially in your 30s and 40s, and mm. understand healthy testosterone development in the body, um, exercise, food, uh, even certain supplements, absolutely, because that testosterone is the fire. This right. is what motivates and, and, and inspires and adds the fuel to our masculinity. And, you know, testosterone is needed in women, just not that much. It's kind of funny that, uh, it, you know, as soon as uh, uh, boys, as soon as they start to get to puberty, that's when the testosterone development kicks in, right? So, of course, they're, they're more feminine uh, in their in, in pre-puberty, um, pu uh, right? But it's like... They they invert everything and they use it to their to their advantage in the right. agenda, yeah. um, and they use the they use the puberty blockers uh, to stunt that in them, and then when correct. the child de decides, oh okay, I want to be whatever gender doesn't matter what gender they decide, their bone density is destroyed. Totally. Well, so you're, you're fucking with nature, man. You, right. you fuck with nature because nature is creator, is creation. That that's that's the exact definition of the word. Whatever anybody wants to kind of uh, how they relate to that, call it God, creator, the all. It this is what it is, right? And when you fuck with that, that's the ultimate blasphemy. Blasphemy, right. and there will be repercussions and effects. Yep, I agree. there's very prominent people out there in society right now calling uh, for. For instance, James Cameron calls testosterone. Uh, James Cameron calls testosterone a poison. Says, "Dude, get it that's out of your system." This that's the Cameron. article I was just looking for, and and you right. found it. That's right. Yep. So, like, this is a this is a this is nothing. This is the point of like bringing up the articles and pulling it all up is because Thank we could you. sit and talk shit about it all day and like right. be like, yeah, and like then people would be questioning it. It's like, no, like this this is actually happening. In real time, it's not 20 years ago. It's not, there's very prominent people out there that hold a lot of sway in public opinion of things. And they're, they're, they're calling for this. Kind they're of creating stuff. reality. Right. You know, there's no such thing as toxic masculinity. No, there's just toxic people. Right. Like, there's just people out there that do yeah. shitty things to one another and act really shitty ways. And yeah. it's like, you no, know, like this doesn't work that way. Like you said, Will, it's, it's a, they're going against nature. They're trying to like, what would you like bastardize it? They're trying to make it seem funny, you know, like, oh, we can do whatever we want. Like we're, we're, we're they are the masters of the creation. You know, it's, right. it's, they're trying to be the masters of this world. Right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's you know? what they want. They want over slavery. They want right. fucking that. That's what they want eventually to get to. Right. Mm -hmm. And they've had us there for years and years. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like we, uh, it's people got to wake up quick. So uh, the entrainment that we experienced as people, I mean, I kind of shift gears a little bit, everybody here. Uh, the, the entrainment that we received was more television. You know, we didn't really have the internet when we were little kids, like, James is probably James is the youngest, I think, here. And like uh um 
but still we you know we had uh television was the main influencer right but now things are different okay technocracy has created a new realm of mind like like i was saying they they created the reality and they gave it to us through the tv now the kids have a cell phone I wanted to share a clip with you guys. Uh, it's uh, Do it. all right. Starts with techniques like pull to refresh. So you pull to refresh your newsfeed that operates like a slot machine. It has the same kind of addictive qualities that keep uh, people in Las Vegas hooked. One of the central issues of Skinner's philosophy of behaviorism is that just like the pigeon, man is a predictable animal. Gambling systems have a, have a schedule that we call variable ratio. That explains why people gamble. The psychoanalysts say people gamble to hurt themselves, destroy themselves. Other people say they do gamble for the excitement and so on. Well, nonsense. You gamble because there is a certain schedule built into the gambling device or system as in a horse race. These same schedule will make a, a pathological gambler out of a pigeon as well as out of a person. It's interesting raising kids um, five years apart. You know, John could leave his phone sitting somewhere away we've noticed that jack's generation is of kids they can't do that they're so completely tied to their phone and they don't even know life without a telephone typically when i get bored i do pick up my phone i tend to switch apps every 30 seconds to a minute they will literally melt their brains before they got off the yeah. device when we think about traditional drug use we know that the age of first use the earlier it happens um, the greater likelihood for addiction. And so think about, you know, with children, their brain is developing, and if they are not having balance in how they're using this, and it's a developing at a younger age, I just, you know, question how that will continue to impact them for years to come. Young folks tend to have their reward sensitivity and their social sensitivity develop much earlier than their ability to regulate these areas in their brain. Throughout childhood, the brain experiences rapid maturation. It begins in areas responsible for basic perception and memory, way in the back of the brain, and it ends in the front of the brain. And in the front of the brain, that's the areas that are most important for having us regulate our responses to rewards and our responses to social feedback. And the highest order part of that um, doesn't really develop in, into the 20s. I, my biggest fear is when they get older that they never put those things down and that they're so, they're so, they're so disinterested with connecting with other people, like in person, you know, that, that it negatively affects them. Being a leader 14 years ago was easier. The way kids are has definitely changed. They have less or no coping skills. They are also harder to kind of break that outer shell and talk about hard things. They don't want to, um, and, or they don't know how. It's wild. They really just don't know how to get there. One of the greatest consequences of screen time addiction is just the um, lack of social development, social skills development, being able to connect with other people. We're seeing a lot more of that as we are becoming more aware of what social media does to our ability to have empathy and to interact with others and to see their social cues, understand their social cues and react accordingly. We're seeing the difference that it's making, but the kids aren't. The disconnect of, of even just he with his friends. I mean, I mean, it is how they connect, but how 
connected are they if they're all getting depressed and yeah well, they, if they don't have anything to compare it with yeah like you know like you said a book we have a comparison because we grew up differently because we didn't even have the option we're incredibly social creatures that's actually what separates us not our intelligence but our ability to work together in communities um, to uh, thrive as humans a huge chunk of your brain is devoted towards just understanding people's moment-to-moment -moment facial expressions because social signals that come very rapidly are incredibly important to us even if in the moment we're not totally realizing how important those social signals are. Would any of you guys say that you struggle or have struggled with anxiety or depression? Anxiety. In high school? Oh, Both. Yeah. Well, yeah. Depression? Yeah, me yeah. too. Don't. Uh, yes, definitely. I have an entire friend group who uh, has latched on to each other due to their uh, connection with depression. Because they both are prone to anxiety and depression, I can't pinpoint whether or not it has anything to do with their device. He's addicted to some games, I'm addicted to some games. Sometimes when we don't get it, we cry, we throw a fit. I notice that my anxiety ramps up when I'm on my phone more, but it, not from like any specific thing, just kind of the more time I spend in my head, the worse off I get. A statement that I've been making at my talks with high schoolers is, don't you all just sort of feel like every moment of every single day we're all living in a state of low-grade anxiety? And they all just kind of look at me like, yeah. So we are seeing many more kids um, coming to school with diagnoses of, of anxiety and depression. Um, and we also know that the teen suicide rate from 2010 to 2017 um, increased 56%. My day-to-day -day life in the ER over the last 20 years, I think there's been two very palpable changes. One is childhood obesity, and the other is uh, mental health issues in terms of the volume and the frequency. I have personally seen a difference in the number of children who are coming to the ER with mental health issues, with non-suicidal self-harming, and suicide attempts and suicidal ideation. So that's what they're doing. They have, uh, it's a race to the bottom of the brainstem. And there's a device that they choose to, I'll use a different app every 30 seconds. Can you even imagine with your brain using a new app every 30 seconds? Like it's unfathomable to me how their minds are created to do that. <laughs> and of course, it's programming them to be uh, self-hating, nihilistic. I mean, it makes them look at themselves with the camera and show off to others what I look like. And this whole, uh, it's, it's, it's a mind virus. And I've got another clip that goes with that, but I wanted to get what everybody said first. Uh, does anybody want to speak up? Sure. I'll jump in real quick. Cause I want to say something about human nature and how it is programmable. Human nature is not predictable, but what is predictable is the programming right? Especially nowadays um, with, with AI, people are on social media posting mm -hmm. every day what they're doing. So it's very easy to understand habits and, and behavior. And yes, that can be predictable. Um, but what we're talking about is, is addiction 
for all these young kids. Every parent out there, I'm sure, has experienced their kid having withdrawals from a device. Yeah. I mean, you, if it, whether it's an iPad, a phone, the TV, you know, you it doesn't take long. <laughs> Those and, blockies are supposed to be over there. <laughs> like it, it doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Like they okay. For sure. And you know what the, 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 you know, the average uh, TV screen nowadays, it's 60 Hertz, which is, I mean, perfect for programming um, the, the brain. Mm. I I remain neutral on technology, but it's what the technology is being used for. And and I'm not advocating, you know, oh, well, someone, you know, a kid is on the phone or on the, the iPad every day watching educational stuff. I'm not for that. There's obviously a balance. But uh, yes, there are these you know social media pl- platforms like TikTok and YouTube Shorts and Reels and all this shit. That we're going to talk about TikTok. Clip. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, I'll, I'll gonna, wait before I no, get into that. But, no, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted we have a clip for that, and that's like more of the weapon. But, yes, uh, please. I, I'll just end on what I was going to say, and that's the uh, the anxiety is a common a common theme that these kids are experiencing because it's ultimately keeping them in fight or flight mode. And that's what the, the anxiety is. Um, So, I mean, anyone, I personally have been through a hellish addiction. This is what this was the catalyst of my, my awakening and my awareness was coming out of my, uh, my addiction. Right. But when you're an addict and you're in that, you know, needing to get the fix stage, right? You experience anxiety. So it's the, it's the constant need to get that fixed uh, type of feeling. Um, The fluctuation of the, the, the dopamine Um, it's, it's crazy. So we got, you know, it's a whole generation of addicts. That's right. It's a very good point. And it, uh, it wires the brain in that fashion. It wires it to uh, get used to having that dopamine. So if they put the phone down, they're having physical withdrawals as well as like, you know, the, the mental ideas or the social, what have you. Right. James? Because it's about, it's, it's about the chase. Like Will was saying, like it, it's about the pursuit. Mm-hmm. And in that pursuit, that's when the dopamine is, the dopamine is not the, is not getting released upon the reward. Dopamine is getting released upon the pursuit of the reward. Right. And when, when they they're showing that that graphic of the brain and all the different parts of the brain that it that it uh, that um that the anxiety and everything affects like now we're getting into the realm of like now these kids have these these mental you know uh, <laughs> what I'm getting at is now they're going to the doctors and be like something's not right and then the doctors are like well here have these prescription medications exactly and and, and then and then next thing you know everybody's on SSRIs or uppers downers screamers laughers all that crazy crazy stuff and that leads to mind control yeah essentially because they they're enslaved their will is enslaved not even in the way that you know many people would think about mind control but in the in the essence of like no you're taking a substance to literally control your mind exactly it's not like Manchurian candidate like hypno hypnotic kind of thing mind control it's like no like you are chemically altering the state of your brain that's right i need that bag for the morning i need that fix right now oh where's my phone 
Right. Oh, I must scroll. (laughs) And I like I like that video because of the the um, association to it with like the the gambling because it's the it's it's the same effect on the brain but a different uh, from a but from a different um, starting point. And will what you were saying about technology, like yeah, it is. It's a utility. It can be used for good or it can be used for evil. It is neutral. These computers are neutral. They're not good. They're not evil. It's it's a utility. What we use them for dictates the outcome of of you know <laughs> dictates the outcome. That's and right. like so, yeah. Like, can they be used for educational purposes? Yeah, we can use uh we can use a a, a television to display something we can use computers to learn how to do photoshop and learn about art and out in the digital space and whatnot but like nothing trumps nature i'll agree with you on that for sure but like we're we're talking about a utility here and it's the use of that and if you think for one second that it's not intentional that these apps and everything is not there to do these things intentionally you're wrong because they were created for a purpose and that purpose is to do this now you put it in front of children like think about back when facebook was first created you had to have a college id to be able to access it before Mm -hmm. that it was myspace there was a couple of other social media places at the time but myspace largely dominated because you did not need a you did not need a uh a college id to uh, to access it anyone could in fact it was kind of cool you could learn about coding and everything like that through myspace i remember myspace then facebook came out and you know (laughs) but it was neat it, it was right. neat, you know, because, but anyways, like it, it hooks you in and that's the fly. Does. But it's okay. like this, again, that's like a slow rollout to get people entrapped into this, into this, uh, these programs yeah. to make it so they can do whatever they want with it. They put, they put pornographic material in front of children behind on these apps. They right. do all these crazy things. They do body shaming rituals on these apps. Like the, yeah. the kids can't get away from. So you, and back in the, back in the day, before this stuff was created, you'd go to school, you might get teased or bullied or pushed around maybe a little bit, but you could go home and escape all that. Now it's tethered to you. It's yeah. tethered right to you. Yeah. You bring it everywhere you go with you. These kids are growing up in a world where there's no sense of privacy anymore. They, yeah. and they accept seems, it. And they, it, well, maybe they don't accept it. Well, argue, they have the phone. I would argue that they don't even know that they're giving it up. That like, that might be true too. Yeah, you know, like the, but know, they do accept it also. Like even well, if they yeah. don't know, there's still the phone is on and it's happening. It's recording. It's giving all the information to the Satanists. You know, sure they're, they're participating in it. Yeah, for right. sure they, they they accept it that way, where they're actively participating in it, and right. and you know that's that's a tragedy to get the dopamine. Yeah. So yeah. it's like they need the state, like they need dope. It's like yeah. it's crazy. Can I clarify dopamine uh, versus serotonin? <clears throat> uh, so dopamine, right? It it's um, it's triggered um, and acts short. It's for short term pleasure, right? Yeah. And it, it touches uh, five brain receptors, and it's mm-hmm. highly addictive, right? You always wanting more. Serotonin. Um, it's a long, long-term satisfaction. Serotonin uh, touches 14 brain receptors. It's non-addictive and it, you know, you, you feel grateful. It's like, um, it's like learning something. It's like, you know, you can give a man a fish or you can, or you can learn how to, how to fish. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, so that's dopamine versus serotonin and constant dopamine hits that definitely will send you into a depression like state. Right. Because you're getting depleted. 
and uh, the SSRIs affect the uh, the other system, which gives a long term effect of self hatred, nihilism, and whatnot. Johnny, yeah. uh, do you what? what yeah, do you I want to. I want to. I want to compliment uh, James for his take on it. it th this are, these are uh, power tools that we're being given without instruction. It's no different than the technology of electricity or Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Right. We're being right. handed these tools and we're completely oblivious that they have negatives that attach to them, that there are people that are going to have terrible reactions from being exposed just to electricity, no less to endless waves of radiation, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. And for some reason, neither science nor medicine is any visibility on the negative effects of, uh, of these tools or the radiation that emanates from them. Um, Real quick on MySpace, great point. Uh, I'm, it's interesting that uh, DARPA conducted a social networking experiment called LifeLog. Yeah, buddy. Back right. in, uh, and ended LifeLog on February 4th in 2004. And just by coincidence, that same day, February 4th, 2004, a dorky little Jew with a bowl haircut. He looks like <laughs> Howard from the Three Stooges had the brilliant idea to start Facebook. It was all his. Right. And it had nothing to do with anything else. It was just a purely a coincidence. Right. Um, also, I wanted to go back, backtrack real quick on uh, Sean, your point in the, the Mark of the Beast. I, I listen, the, the Vax is, it's not the Mark of the Beast, but as far as metaphors go, as far as types go, Wow, it doesn't get much better than that, uh, Revelation 13. It's interesting that Fortune magazine promoted an article recently, uh, uh, comedian Jimmy Dore talked about it, how the unvaxxed are causing accidents. Why? Well, because it's assumed that because they challenge authority, then they're screaming through stop signs all the time. And by the way, in my <laughs> neighborhood, I'm surrounded by illegal aliens, and they're the ones that are breaking all the laws. Um also, real quick, back to our, our former topic, isn't it interesting that there are so many women, back out the big picture, why transgender agenda? Here's a revolutionary idea. Men and women are different. Men <laughs> and women do things differently. Men are stronger in some aspects than women. Women are stronger than men in other aspects. In general, in general, um, men are more open to being assertive or aggressive when necessary. Women are more compassionate and empathetic when necessary in general. So isn't it interesting that we are being inundated with women who are elected to office and by coincidence, many of these women are manipulated into being the most vicious tyrants out there from Gretchen Whitmer. I'm sorry, Whitmer. Uh, in Michigan to, uh, of course, Nancy Pelosi, the preeminent, pre perennial, she's an uh, evergreen uh, right. tree herself, uh, the, the uh, Italian Roman Catholic transplant from Maryland, where daddy was the governor of uh, Baltimore, connected to the Catholic Church and the mafia, to uh, Jacinta Ardern in New Zealand, a female who should be running for her life, yeah. the crimes that she has committed there, That's and right. she keeps going harder and harder and harder. There's oh, yeah. a reason why these women are selected and thrust forward. It's because it's 
easy to manipulate them. It's not as easy to manipulate their male counterparts. And just to general, just general statements, I'm not trying to be misogynist. I'm just saying these are the roots to this transgender agenda. Good point. Good Very point, good. Johnny. That is so important. You know what happens when you get, uh, especially females, right? Females are very empathetic. When you get them in a collective, co collectivist mindset, they're ap uh, ap apathetic. When you have individual, individuality, un unconscious self, empathy comes with that because you are aware of yourself and you are aware of another individual. As soon as you get into a collectivist mindset, Empathy goes right out the window. And that's why, you know, we get Brilliant these point, vicious, Brilliant vicious point. women, some, man. For, for some Brilliant reason, uh, a woman named Hillary Clinton comes to mind. Exactly. We came, we saw, he died. Okay. Yeah. The ultimate sociopath. The Evil. ultimate sociopath. And, yeah. and, and the either it's collectivism that does that or it's self-interest where you destroy your divine spark. Uh, and this is male or female. You de destroy your empathy. You destroy your compassion in order to commit these heinous acts and crimes to um, get yourself into this system that is right. built on these crimes. And what are you willing to do to get ahead? What right. are you willing to harm an innocent, torture an innocent? Um, that's male or female. Like Satanism. That. That's what That's it right. is. E sure. Egotism, self-preservation, moral relativism. These right. are the tenets of Satanism. So absolutely. Good that's point, right. man. And that's how they populate their that's how they populate their structure, their hierarchy of dominance. And that's how they can control with this uh, belief that we have in authority at all. Like, hello, we have free will and we can do what we choose with our bodies and our voice. And, you know. Once people wake up, they have no chance. So in order to have this structure, this hierarchical structure of dominance and obedience to authority, they have to have blackmail. And uh, there's a good book, um, uh, Political Ponerology, which describes this very well about why and how the blackmail. And that's why uh, what Whitney Webb describes in her book uh, the uh, one nation under blackmail. Um, this is the structure of power. And this is why uh, children are a currency for them because they can blackmail you with it <laughs> because it is still a sin. And if they, if they can change it to where it's not a sin anymore, like they did with homosexuality, they used to control people with saying, oh, we'll tell everybody you're a homo. And they do what they whatever the person says. Oh, good control reality for me, you know. It's like uh, that's that's how they get everybody. And if you look at uh, the FBI, the leader of the FBI was a transvestite. I mean, you know, and he used blackmail to control his enemies, and he learned it from others. And that's what Kinsey was doing. He was collecting the. Uh, psychosexual perversions of everybody and cataloging it to be used in the future. I mean, this is blackmail creation where sit down, tell me when was the first time you fucked a donkey? Oh, uh, you know, and this leads it into like acceptance of this is not morally wrong. Like, do you fuck donkeys? Like, uh, no, but 
if you ask, oh, when's the first time you fucked a donkey? Then, oh, well, just just once or twice, you know. It's easy. That's how it, they 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 layer it in, and then they, uh, you know, Kinsey was he went around and he, uh, you know, collected all of these uh, sexual perversions from prisoners and psycho people that were like in mental institutions. And he never asked any like straight males uh, what they thought about sexuality. So what was put in that book was deviant, pedophile, sadomasochism. And it was printed in black and white. I mean, it's right there for everybody. He had help from the FBI, Sean. He had help. He actually had a mass rapist. Um, what do you call him? Uh, Codename Mr. Green. I think it was Rex King. And what oh, did they yeah. do? While America's men were were thrown over in a meat grinder, a needless meat grinder in Europe, all the right. able-bodied men were being slaughtered and slaughtering others on the battlefield. Re- uh, Rex King was bouncing from house to house to house, raping their children and taking meticulous notes and sending them to Alfred Kinsey. Now the FBI asked Alfred Kinsey, hey, can we have access to your notes? And Dr. Kinsey said no. And the FBI said, okay. His foundation still says no. They still say no. And that's, that's how it works. Listen, if, if, if the FBI, if the IRS tries to kick your door in at 3 a.m., well, they're not going to do that. They're going to knock on there and say, hey, can we have access because we think you're, you're criminal activity. Is that how it works for the common person? Yeah, no, right. Clearly yeah. not. J. Edgar Hoover, by the way, um, was a, a, a raving, yes, absolutely raving uh, cross-dresser, but he he is not strong enough to initiate that himself. He, right, he's he, part he, of the culture. It's always he, been. Yes, his blackmail, his, his blackmail was thoroughly controlled. He was blackmailed himself, right. and I like to point out at how the, uh, the entire Federal Bureau of Inquisition was founded by devout Roman Catholic Charles Joseph Bonaparte, the great grandnephew of Napoleon Bonaparte, which is how it is, one of the many ways that America's institutions are her own worst enemies. That's what right. I found out in my time in the military. Is, is the, the enemies are the American institutions themselves, right. the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, that they're, we can only dream. And particularly, they're in collusion with uh, enabling the, 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 the systemic rape of kids, particularly by the Roman Catholic priests, right. judges and cops. America's worst enemies, no one that I ever faced, not when back in, when I was in college, I had to prepare for the, the, the Soviet evil, and then it was the evil of jihad, and now it's the evil of China. No enemy of America could possibly imagine a, a malignancy, a sovereign city-state in Rome that said, go rape their kids and get away with it, and use their own institutions to get away with it. Now, are, are you kidding me? And yeah. with, in, with collusion, in collusion with government authorities. Right. Yeah. And then Cardinal Law gets his own uh, gets his own church in Rome. He gets a promotion. Nice. So over time, just covered that today where uh, Francis, the Jesuit Pope himself, blessed off on the casket. Hey, job well done, pal. Yeah, job well right. done. Just the things heated up. Right. Gagan. This all started over Gagan. Um, who was put in prison and put in the same cell with a victim who had been accosted uh, for homosexual sex. And surprise, surprise, his cellmate stomped him to death. No right. loose ends. And then after that, the uh, Massachusetts judiciary vacated Gagan's conviction. 
to the the his victims were enraged. Why did wow. they vacate the conviction? Because he died in prison. What does that have to do with the actual conviction itself? What does that have to do with justice? Absolutely fraud. It wasn't, it wasn't his cellmate because he wasn't allowed to have a cellmate. They had to let him in. He was because, murdered. Yeah, he they was. brought an assassin in. They, right. Basically, they brought an assassin in. Right. Because uh, he, was in the, he was in the protective custody block, and I was in the same prison system at the time, and we were watching from the television screen as we heard about the dude from the next block over got murdered in his cell. We were like, oh, yeah, good. Because he deserves it. No you know? loose ends. Proof, Sean. Proof, right. Sean, that that's no loose ends, that he was marked. Nobody goes to how many how many priests that rape kids go to prison are defrocked first and right. then sent to prison for whatever reason. And I haven't all my research, I haven't come across it yet. Why right. did they mark for Gagan? Maybe it's just because he was a weak link and they wanted to throw him to us wolves. Mm -hmm. But of the tiny handful, and then they still get – it's the same thing as the reward for Jimmy Savile. Jimmy Savile is a knight of the Catholic Church and a knight of the British Empire to this day. Wow. Neither the Vatican, neither the Pope, nor the royals refuse to strike him from the rolls because that's who, that's who they are. That's right. who represents them. Yes, exactly that. They are the eaters of children. And you wrote a book about that, uh, Johnny Cerucci, sure. Eaters of Children. And we're going to give links to uh, your work below, yeah. and we're going to uh, say at the end of the show, yes, for sure. And uh, you make very good points. Um, I wanted to, uh, unless anybody else had anything else to say, I wanted to bring up uh, how these devices are becoming a, uh, becoming a weapon and it's visible how effective it is. Uh, here, I'm going to play a clip. A young British terrorist has fallen to her death at an infamous eastern suburbs photo hotspot. He was taking selfies moments before he fell. Fell to their deaths from a cliff in Cabo de Roca, apparently while trying to take selfie pictures. As social media use continues to grow, the number of people risking their lives to get the perfect shot for Instagram is also increasing. Just by those tracks right there, she was going through a photo shoot and did not survive. But Instagram photos aren't the only fatal social media trend, with TikTok seeing viral videos turn deadly. Watch as the boys kick their friend in the back of his knees. He falls, his head hits the concrete. A couple of kids had called him over and told him to jump as high as he could. And when he did, they kicked his legs out from underneath him. When he fell, he broke both bones in his um, arm just below the wrist. This viral trend is known as the skull breaker challenge. I was paralyzed. I fell, I had a concussion and I was numb. I couldn't feel my legs, my foot, my hands. Nothing. The challenge was banned from TikTok when it saw life-threatening injuries, but this hasn't stopped other dangerous stunts from appearing. The pass-out challenge, also known as flatliner, and the choking game, shows teenagers and children filming themselves using temporary asphyxia to get high. Let's go! Let's go! And while the challenge is new on TikTok, it's been around for years on other social media platforms, including YouTube and Snapchat. 
12-year-old Jean-Luc Jordan, who went to Mountain Ridge Middle School in Colorado Springs, died after playing a choking game he saw on the internet. 11-year-old Curtis had put a dog's choke chain around his neck, and it's believed when he passed out, he fell forward, tightening the chain and cutting off oxygen to his brain. The issue is, most parents are completely unaware of the dangers posed by seemingly harmless social media apps. She said, could he have been playing the game? I said, what game? And she said, the game, the choking game. Parents are told to look for warning signs that their children may be involved with the challenge, such as bloodshot eyes, headaches, marks on their neck, or unusual demands for privacy. You don't think about what the end game or what the, what the end could really be. And in a game like this, the end could be the end. Sorry, I couldn't get it to stop at the end, but uh, what do you guys Dude, think? That used to be called Space Monkey. That, right. that was that was a uh, that was a trend even back when I was in I was the in choking the, game, right? Yeah, the choking game. It but be, it was always imperative that there was other people there to yeah, catch you when you fall and to be making sure that everything. Oh, you is can't okay. do it on your own, you know. Obviously, but these people are doing it alone with the phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tragedy. What happened to that little kid? Uh, oh uh, my god! I, I hope that I hope that it doesn't. Obviously, as a parent, I don't want it to happen to anyone else. It's, Obviously, it's, it's, it's a tragedy. It really is. No one, no one should be going out like that. They shouldn't be playing games like that. I, I have a, I have an anecdote about a game like that that called Space Monkey. It's the same exact thing. You just basically choke out one of your, one of your classmates or a friend of yours or whatever, and then. For the same effect it's literally the same thing anyways right it's the year was like 2003 and i was in gym class and i i look over and there's a couple of my classmates doing it to another one of my classmates and he like goes just goes limp hits the ground and starts having a vicious vicious seizure and wow. um he's he's alive i still see him every now and again and he's he's doing well but i mean it's just i've seen it with my own eyes i've seen it it's right. it's really disturbing you know and i look over i'm looking at what's going on i'm like this is this is freaking nuts yeah what are you doing man? and it's just like next thing you know he's on the floor he waked up he woke up like 10 seconds later you right. know and it's just like this wicked just disturbing image <laughs> seared into my memory <laughs> um, i mean it's it is it's uh i don't mean to laugh it's just one of those things where it's just like wow like, it's been 20 it's been over 20 years since that happened and i can still remember it like it was yesterday and right. it's just it's really disturbing i hope that i hope that more awareness of that uh, but like the the terrible thing is is that that was back in 2003 when the internet was like blogs and chat rooms. Like now it's like you make a video of it and it's like an instruction manual. Like right. you can just see it happen. You can go and recreate it minutes later. I mean, right. not, it's, it's not, it's not good. What's, what's going on with TikTok. It's, the, the thing is it's showing these kids a snuff film. They're scrolling through and they're seeing kids hitting the concrete slam and they're that's funny laugh at that look at how that's funny look over there you can do that to him 
he's a dummy. I can kick his legs out and we can film it on Snapchat or whatever, TikTok. I mean, this is what it's create. It is a weapon and it is uh, uh, being unleashed. Um, TikTok was, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it was cultivated and it is being un unleashed on the population and uh, there are less regulations over there. So they're cultivating it there. And this is the future of they're going to gamify. I mean, uh, with the digital dollars and the, the digital um, uh, ID or whatever to become part of this uh, transhumanist future. That's this is the ultimate carrot that gets people into the system. I would say I, that's that he doesn't beat it doesn't beat Sean James. Well, it doesn't. The technology, the, the, the number one weaponization of the technology is surveillance, is tracking. Right. It doesn't get any better than that. The, I guess that's me doing that? I'm sorry. Sorry, that was my it's, fault. I hit okay, my like, okay. stand. Is, um, digital IDs that now um, Rishi Sunak in England, now one of the wealthiest men anywhere in the world, um, whose father-in-law managed the digital IDs for all the slaves in India, uh, huge digital digital currency, the um, the the ridiculous FTX false flag that was manipulated so that um, leftist stooges like um, Pocahontas Warren can now make calls for um, categorizing and, and and centralizing digital currency. Uh, it just you cannot be. As a matter of fact, this was used and exploited. I, I could not believe that they have they have milked. Speaking of false flags, they have milked the January sixth insurrection, where repeated um, F FBI stooges and provocateurs got a bunch of of um, uh, Q tailgaters. It was a big cardboard box, and all the cats jumped in. <laughs> Right. Well, what what is shocking now is that the the same FBI that facilitated this ridiculous false flag is now using it to legitimize a um, this is probably a test run of in bed being in bed with big tech and helping themselves to all the tracking information, particularly of cell phones. And actually do, actually swatting people, uh, not asking their permission, but kicking their doors in at 3 a.m. with uh, jack boots, armed to the T, full body armor, always in olive drab and camouflage. Why? Well, to let you know that it's an invading army that has nothing to do with SWAT, urban, urban camouflage. It's always olive drab and woodland camouflage to let you know it's, it's a standing army and you will submit to the standing army. Using people's phones to track, they happen to be in in in, in uh, Washington demonically controlled on January 6th and a massive dragnet. They helped themselves to this information, whether they had direct access to it or big tech gave it to them willingly. This is the era of uh, the, the Patriot Act, uh, warrantless wiretaps, etc. Of course, the Patriot Act written by 
uh, devout Roman Catholic law professor, Jesuit law professor, Viet D. Din, who just so happened to be Vietnamese and was there, Johnny, on the spot right after 9-11 to turn in that thousands of pages of the Unpatriot Act. So uh, you can't just be you, weaponization for technology. It, it is it is a collar. It is a, it's a collar. It's not doesn't choke you until they're ready to choke you, but it will choke you. Yeah, hey, you'll remember where that technology comes from, anyways. That the internet was even just just the internet was even a DARPA project to begin with. So I mean, when we think about it, like they're giving it to us to kind of uh, like Sean's talking about this carrot. You know, like it's it is. It's like we have this technology. It's at our disposal, and it was given to us by the very people that like they're setting us up. Is basically what what I'm trying to get at. Right, really setting us up. And to your point, Johnny, about um the the january 6th uh stuff and and all the the outcome of that they they have released uh the the intercept looked into it and and they we went over this last month uh, on uh, the first episode of black pill digest about the backdoor login uh portal that all of the social media companies had um set up for the government officials to go in and flag posts and to basically tell the social media companies what they what they should and should not be um taking down and and all this stuff burying this stuff in the algorithm so not only with that uh intercept article but even as recent uh, you know earlier this year last couple of months um jeff zuckerberg jeff what's his name uh, Jeff Bezos? no zuckerberg mark mark, zuckerberg. Oh, mark. yeah i fucking whatever i don't care he's that. the it's hilarious you can you conflated jeff Be- bezos and mark zuckerberg it's hilarious they're, they're probably yeah. the same guy <laughs> anyways mark zuckerberg goes on joe rogan and basically spills the beans about the fbi coming to facebook and saying hey there's going to be some russian misinformation coming and when you see it you'll know what we're talking about and he was like, yeah, we buried it in the algorithm. We didn't take it down, but we cer- we certainly didn't uh, make it so people would readily see it in their news feeds. And it's like, you know, and now we have Elon Musk taking over Twitter and openly mi- admitting like freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom of reach. That was something he said on Twitter. That was a Twitter post from him. And it's like, okay, so when we start really painting the picture, it's like, first we get the technology from the same people. And then the, we get it after the Patriot act because Patriot act came into play. What in 2003, wasn't it? Uh, or was it right after nine 11? I was still very young at the time. I can't recall off the top of my head, but it was in the early 2000s. It was like immediately they already had it written up. Like yeah. Joe Biden already penned the thing and was okay. ready to go. Excellent. I think it was immediately right after. Yeah, so and it then, might have been and then shortly there. It might have been later. Shortly thereafter, they they uh, they take down a, a project LifeLog, and Facebook right. comes up, and then you see independent uh, social media companies right. like MySpace go away, even if it, maybe it wasn't independent. But you you catch my drift. And right. the gist of it is is that like they they have set funnels people into yeah, they bottlenecks people into uh, an area in which they can perform this mass surveillance like what's the point of having the ability to do the mass surveillance if you don't have the means to actually do the mass surveillance you know you can say you can give yourself they've given themselves permission to do it but they can't pull it off without video cameras on every street corner on the highways and the byways and without one in our pockets without one in every home and and they kill with metadata 
they yes, use metadata um, to kill American citizens. They admit I, who that. Said, yeah, they admitted it. The oh, man, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I've seen that too. You're absolutely correct. I can't recall who said it, but that, that, I'm sorry. It's no big deal. We don't need to prove everything, but it's true what you said. So it doesn't need proof. Right. James Rogan missed a, a phenomenal opportunity to address something. Well, he's he controlled opposition. He, he's absolutely controlled opposition. He he should have start. He should have stopped Mr. Zuckerberg and immediately said, "Well, wait a minute." So you just drank in whatever it is the Federal Bureau of Inquisition said as if it was from God. They never make mistakes. They never have an agenda. They're like doctors. Doctors oh. never make mistakes. Doctors oh. never have an ulterior motive. Doctors never want to do something for them over and above you. They're like YouTube. They're like the World Health Organization. They <laughs> like never YouTube. have an ulterior motive. Um, I, did I mention this? I had it in my notes. I don't. I think I missed it. I, I meant to write down. Meant to talk about. It. I think I did. I, uh, I how Fortune magazine did an article about um, how how anti-vaxxers are getting into more accidents. Right. Oh uh, yeah. We yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you right. did yeah, because they're, they're more independent and they free. question authority oh, more. I just say that. I can I, can I say can I say this about about the this? about that article real quick? I don't think that it's because <laughs> this is it. The people that are vaccinated are so scared they're staying inside. So, of course, the people getting into car accidents are unvaccinated because right. we don't see any danger. So, yeah, like <laughs> when you and that's it's, the logic they get. They look at their piles of like car accidents and they said, oh, this pile. And then they look at that pile and, oh, that means the correlation means this is truth. And this is just the creation of a headline. And that's the creation of the reality and the reach of that headline is pushed further than whatever truth frequency we can shout at the top of our lungs. So like that, uh, the reach versus like the freedom, we have freedom to yell and scream, but if nobody's listening, then, you know, if, uh, if, you know, all the, all of the, uh, controllers and, uh, the, the evil henchmen that are sending the orders, I mean, they could just be yelling themselves silly, and we could just say, all right, weirdos, okay. <laughs> you know, and let's like go do our thing, like go have life. But we don't need to listen. So that's the thing. Like if they, if they can control the reality with these phones and uh, that's obvious, that's true, it's happening. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. That, that's a good point. And that's, you know, um, merging the artificial and the natural realities, right? So again, going back to relativism, right? What what you see on so social media is reality. It's it is what is going on. And, you know, saying things like human beings are predictable, which this is a big statement in uh in in science, the scientismic community, right? That humans are predictable. Consciousness is predictable, which is completely bullshit because if it is predictable, that means there's there is no free will. And that that's ultimately what they want. You know, te right. technology, just looking at the word technology, you have tech, T-E-K. That means to weave or to make. And then logi, logic, <laughs> right? So they're they're replacing natural logic, like the process of discerning, and they're giving you their logic. So to make, you know, your logic um is is what you know these these phones are doing and shit like that and i saw an article i can't find it or pull it up who knows if it's bullshit i'll just say it 
uh, TikTok in China is actually a completely different app than it is in the US. Yes. It's used for like education and shit. And yeah. over here, you know, it's it's used for just frivolous. That's right. Bullshit. So TikTok, TikTok is owned by a company called ByteDance. B-Y-T-E-D-A-N-C-E. And that is a Chinese Communist Party company. And you are absolutely correct, Will. Over there, TikTok is only available on these devices for 45 minutes a day. That's and right. The, yeah. the material that's on the on the TikTok app over there is all educational material. Meanwhile, over here, it's complete debauchery and abuse. And you can right. get it 24 hours a day. Skullbreaker and, challenge. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, you know, and I can't help but remember about like, you know, about the opium wars and the amount of right. anger that the Chinese people, like the Chinese culture has toward the West. And it, it begs the question of whether or not, is this a way to degrade us, to, to demoralize us and to make us, you know, willing slaves. So right. we, so we destroy ourselves from within making us vulnerable people over here at right. large. And just making it uh, making it possible for us to be the ones that suffer the uh, go the way of maximum pain and right. suffer like you know um, and if we a thousand if, paper cuts <laughs> and if, if you get one person sick then three people have to care for that one person so it clears off the battlefield a lot quicker if they can sicken us because then all the others that would be out there working and doing the what's right you know have to go care for the sick one because they care and so the the careless ones will be off there winning the battle while like everyone who cares is stuck at home trying to fix this their family member that's been destroyed by satanism yeah. I have to tell you, it's it's not it, a Chinese communist invasion is is not something we should be worried about. I think we've already been invaded. They're yeah, already totally. here. And yeah, Rockefeller. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. And and if I if I could be the the uh, the Johnny Broken Record of um, pointing back to all roads leading leading to Rome, I like to give the <laughs> example of the real estate mogul who is uh, dear friends with uh, Jesuit Goldman Sachs man, um, Kevin, Stephen Kevin Bannon, Gao Wenguei, I believe I'm saying his name right, who made this astounding statement uh, back in 2020 that the Chinese Communist Party, the, the terrible dragon of the Chinese Communist Party pays $2 billion a year in tribute to the Vatican. Are you kidding me? Is this the Middle Ages? Right. Two billion a year. Now, why would they do that? They do that for the same reason kings and queens did it in the Middle Ages. Mm -hmm. Because if they didn't pay $2 billion a year in tribute to the Vatican, the Vatican would release millions of Chinese Catholics from loyalty to the Chinese Communist Party and make civil war easy overnight. And this is the chain that mm -hmm. leads back to Rome. Yes, That's right. absolutely. For Great. sure. You know, if I could, if I could say something on, yeah, that was great, Johnny. Um, if I could say something about the parental uh, aspect of, you know, with these apps and, and all this kind of stuff, you know, watching the clip, you know, that shit, it, it's tough. It breaks my heart. But, you know, when I was, when I was growing up, I was being raised, my parents gave me a lot of good quality attention and raised me with self-respect and self-love. These parents are completely clueless to what is going on. 
the need uh, to be viral, to to be part of the group. Is, you know, it's this collective mindset again. These young right. kids, they they, they want to be uh, doing what everyone else is doing. That kind of shit. Right. Uh, it's just a lack of of common sense. It's a lack of self respect and self love. And I think, you know, parents do have some uh, some responsibility, the ability to respond to their children. So, I mean, at least the basic tool set of seeing something like a game of like choking yourself out and your head hits or your head hits the concrete by swiping your feet out. You know, hey, that's kind of fucking stupid. I'm not going to do that shit. Yeah. But instead, it's, a, oh, you know, let film me. I'm going to try to get a thousand a thousand hits in uh in an hour or something like that and you know again that goes but it's all tied in together with the dopamine hits and and cult cultivate cultivating culture and that kind of stuff man programming mind control right um and it's every so, 30 seconds they're changing the app every 30 seconds like flip yeah. flip flip so they're they're getting hit and they're not able to like think consciously what what are they looking at you know, their subconscious yeah. mind is just like <laughs> taking it all. And fuck, Satanism is just shoving it in. Okay, take this. Have this. This is a kid getting his head smashed on the ground. Laugh at it. Here, have another one. This one's choking himself up. Like, you know, it's so demonic. And the parents, they like, what do you, what can you do? Like, you know, when my kid is growing up, like, I'm not going to give him a phone. He's going to have to ask me you know if he wants to call grammy or something like uh i'm not going to give them access to my kid you yeah. know like not only is it like the 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 you know the surveillance and their tracking and i mean they already got his blood like i i we went to a birthing center that was a catholic birthing center and they took his blood and I could not say no. And they said, we're giving it to the state. And he's like, already they got his DNA. And it's like, they're, they're putting him in the system, you know, preparing for their future. And so we, well, we I think be careful of the future because they want access to those kids, please. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, with the surveillance um, system that's in place, everyone alive is in the system. Yeah. Right. There's no way around it. You got a phone where, you know, right. you're fucking around online. We're all in the system. They can keep tabs. Right. Um, and that's, you know, ultimately where they're going. They want to control energy. They want to, you know, control the frequency. That's right. Um, so uh, you want to control humanity. Yeah. Ultimately. I was yeah, talking to absolutely. another person in our, uh, in, in our social circle. I mean, we're not Johnny, but uh, the rest of us were, were part of the One Great Work Network. And I was talking just last night to another content creator on there. And he, was, he posited the question of, of, hey, like, how do we know when, uh, if our group gets infiltrated? And I'm just like, dude, everything we do is online. It's already infiltrated. We <laughs> yeah. do it ourselves. Like, it's... It doesn't have to be an individual because it's available for anybody to see it willingly. Like there's no paywall. They just go click, go click. Right. To your Everybody's controlled thing. opposition until no one is. No one is. Yeah. It's, it's, a value, it's a valuable, it's a valuable issue. It's an incredibly valuable issue because our only solution is ground up revolution, ground yeah. up revolution. And so they know this right. and they have worked at this for centuries on how to infiltrate 
They do this. The Jesuits are experts at this. They install the most bloodthirsty, monstrous elite tyrants. And then they, they, they seed the populace with their muckrakers. Uh, social justice came from a Jesuit named Taparelli in South America, an Italian Jesuit named Taparelli. That's where we get social justice from. So they, they are experts at creating uh, revolutionary movement, movements and then suiciding those movements or worse, having the movement successful to install someone worse than they were in, in, in the first place. Right. They have done this repeatedly. Um, mm -hmm. Hungary in uh, uh, 56, uh, Czechoslovakia in 68, uh, Bay of Pigs. Bay of right. Pigs is a, is a great example. It was not botched. Bay of Pigs was a purposeful sacrifice of Cuban patriots by the CIA planned from the beginning to slaughter Cuban patriots to make sure that uh, Jesuit trained Fidel Castro stayed in for 50 years was exactly what has happened. So the way that we sniff them out, you see this more and more often now is when the idiot stands up in the crowd and says, push back the barriers, run over the police, go into the Capitol. And then you see a couple of smart guys turn around and go fed, 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 mm -hmm. you right. know, a tree by its fruit. You That's won't right. be able to sniff them out until they start saying stupid shit. Right. And then you find who it is. And I'll tell you, there was a, a, um, a video of the, uh, the protest. Is it, is it, Oh my goodness. Is it Norway? The protests where they're, um, they're stealing farms now for the, uh, the sake oh, of yeah. uh, climate change is it Norway. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they were profit. They, they, they were, um, uh, provocatoring. They caught plain clothes cops provocatoring uh, during the protest. And I screamed at the video as soon as they found the cops in civilian uh, provocatoring, rushing back towards the vans. I screamed, jump them, jump them right yeah. now, because they have completely lost any legitimacy of yeah. not wearing a uniform, not wearing a badge. They are caught in a criminal act. Now is the time to go That's after right. them. And, and they, they probably just bring out the actual uniform cops and start busting heads, but that's well, how you find them. That's mm -hmm. right. That's how we stand up. And they've always, they've trained us to sit down and take it while the cop, you know, does what he does and he's going to take your information. You sit on the sidewalk or whatever. Or worse, or beat you up, Sean. It's unheard yeah. of that you would actually right. fight back against a cop. You don't fight back against a yeah. cop. What if the cop's committing yeah. a crime? What I got you. a criminal? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I myself, uh, I was charged with, uh, with uh, resisting arrest because... I mean, well, and that was a violent of the only violent offense was because I was running away from cops and they charged me for violence against them as they were grinding my face onto the pavement. And they had two cops pushing me down and saying, all you have is weed. And I said, yes, yeah, stop it. And they said, fuck you. You're going to jail. Can't yep. win. No win That's, solution. No win situation. Right. And, and and I've said have a plan. You've you've seen the. Um, by the way, I, I, my, my dear friend Adam Kraz thinks that this is a false flag. The uh, was it New Zealand or Australia? The woman is being choked by multiple cops because she doesn't have a mask on. Could have been a false oh. flag. Could have been staged. But if you see something like that, an obvious crime, right? And you have the ability to act, to interfere with the crime, particularly if you have anonymity, you've got to be wearing a mask yourself, whatever the case is, and you outnumber the criminals, 
that's the time to act. And you that's always right. have to have an end state plan. How do you extract yourself from coming, going toe to toe with a criminal state? You have to have an extraction plan, but it is absolutely critical to network what they have. Yes, they have guns, but you know what really gets you? It's the radios. It's the radios. So you have to fight their networking with your networking. And so an attack against one is an attack against a hundred. And that's how you thwart their criminality and their abuse of coercive force. That's right. We need to stand up and use the power that we have while the, in the time that we have it because mm. they'll turn tail and run. Like you were saying at that demonstration, they dropped their signs and with their police issue Nikes, they ran back to the cops and everybody just watched. They sit and watch, you know, they get it on their phones, you know, like the, the whole thing with George Floyd, whether, you know, who knows if that was staged or whatever, but there's people videotaping it for eight minutes or whatnot. And nobody is pushing him off. Yeah. Yeah. They're just yelling at the cops. You can't do that. And they just stand there and they film it. I yeah, don't think that's they bullshit. know what to do. It's like they're trained to stand down and just document it. It's really weird. Yeah, that was yeah, the thing I, that went through my head when uh, when that first all happened, Sean. I remember you and I got on the phone like the very next day, and you and you asked me like, "What do you think about that?" I go, "Why isn't anyone stopping that dude? Yeah, why isn't exactly. Anyone, like, why isn't anyone going over there and being like, you know what? Like, we'll both get fuck it. I'll get arrested too. At least the dude's yeah. not getting choked out anymore." Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I feel the same way. I, I did a short video about uh, it's good to be judgmental, but I'm referring into not preferences or likes being right. judgmental on indeed in action, right? That's, that's what we need. We need to judge people on, on their actions, if it's moral or immoral. Right. And, you know, and I've seen more countless videos of, you know, someone a whole bunch of people standing around and videotaping a, a woman getting assaulted or someone getting beat up or whatever. And it, no one's jumping in. That shit is just, right. it's mind blowing to me. It's like the last episode of Seinfeld. I mean, they put it on the, on TV. Everybody watched Seinfeld and they, they put him on trial for not helping. And it happened. It's because they're satanic mm. at the core. They're evil. And that's why they just videotape and they actually didn't help when a stranger was in need. And that is really what, I mean, that's what Satanism is fighting. They're fighting us, our care for others. And they want to individualize us and they want to separate us from others. And that's, it separates us from the creator itself. And the more that they mask us and the more that they uh, atomize us with our little, our little boxes, uh, you know, it's, it makes us more, uh, it, it puts us more into the slavery of the solipsism, of the, the collectivism, of, you know, the greater good is more important than the self. And, I, you know, they, they acquiesce to the evil because they're taught that evil is a good thing. Neuter and declaw. That's what they want to do. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. I have that, I have that video real quick. Mm -hmm. um, it was actually, yep. it's actually the, the Netherlands, not Norway. Whoa. So for the listeners, uh, 
they are they're running to their van and they have batons against the angry people fighting just they're, just they're, watching them run away they weren't doing anything they, they're you know, pro they're protesting because their farms were being stolen under the pretense right. of of too much nitrogen from the cows too much global warming it's stolen and and here we've got people like uh kill gates who is now the biggest owner of farmland everywhere around the world right. gonna have to take a stand at one point or another and this right. is what cops do this is what so if you're on the inside and you wear a badge and i've been there as a soldier you're on the inside and you're being put up uh presented with um unethical orders you go along to get along you either go you you get fired or you commit these unethical orders, you break the law yourself. So what do you do? That's a breaking point for you. Get fired. And it get, yeah. there's a breaking point for you because right. once you start committing crimes, once you start going down that road, you are putting yourself on the hook. And there's going to be right. a, a, a recompense very, very soon now. And you will not be able to um, stand in the way of the overwhelming anger. If, if, a small fraction. Let's hope it's guillotines. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! If a small fraction of the American pop and, and the world populace had right. any idea, how, if 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 a small fraction of people knew that their lives were destroyed over a scam that that was called COVID, that right. that name any other false pretense, if they had any idea the rage that would ensue, and this is what fears, and this is what drives the transgender agenda. Stark. This is what drives the counter, the the, the uh, cancel culture. They are absolutely terrified of the truth getting out, and they've used their demonic seances, they've used their supercomputers, they've used their algorithms, and they know it's it's coming close. It's coming soon. They know, and they're trying to preempt it. Uh, James, you shared something last week on your show, Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth. Uh -huh. uh, you shared a clip of a family in New Zealand. Um, there's this little boy that needed a... Yeah, yeah baby yeah. Will. Yeah. Could you explain a little bit about that? Okay, so um, baby Will is a six-month-old infant boy in New Zealand, and he needed he has a heart palpitation, and he needed a, blood, uh, a heart surgery. And, of course, you know, with many even heart surgeries with adults, you're going to need some... You're going to need a blood transfusion, and uh, the parents petitioned that they wanted to have uh, unvaccinated blood for their six-month-old baby. And they had volunteers come forward and say, hey, uh, maybe I'm a matching donor. I will give my unvaccinated blood for you. There was many volunteers. Yeah, they had many. Yeah, they had volunteers come forward. And, you know, and, but the government stepped in and said no. And then they went to, then the high court in New Zealand ruled that it was, that uh, the parents didn't have the right to request unvaccinated blood for their six-month-old infant baby. And they took the baby from the custody of the parents and, and uh, kidnapped the baby. It basically brought the baby into the custody of the government. And uh, it's, it's very fucking disturbing. And because they wanted unvaccinated blood for their six-month-old baby during a heart, a, heart, uh, a heart surgery, blood transfusion. And right. it's like they, you know, it's the same thing with like CPS coming in and, and doing and doing things it's all but this is on a different level you know and then um and then after 
uh, between the, uh, that show and today, I've also found out that there was a story developing in the United States along the same lines. And the, and the, um, the, the hospital got the unvaccinated blood and the, um, the hospital lost the unvaccinated blood and mixed it up and they gave the baby vaccinated blood and now the baby's dead. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, at this point, it's, it's all about networking because for, for parents that have their children stolen, first of all, that you even allowed your child to be stolen, number one. But yes. number two, what are That's you why do? I brought it up. Yeah. You're, you're, you're by yourself. For me, for me, it's death by cop. It's death by cop. There's no alternative. You're going to steal my that. baby. You That's outnumber right. me. You've got more guns than me, and I'm not going to let it happen. So, But you're not taking me. So That's it's right. At cop. least you'll 100%, never have. bro. 100%, man. I feel the same way. There's not a fucking doubt in my mind I would let someone can take my kid, man. I'm fucking – I'm un unloading everything I got, dude. Numchucks yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. But this I'm is why we network. This is why we network because by yourself you get slaughtered. But with you, your family, your neighborhood, and 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 many other people with you, then you have a fighting chance. It's networking that is absolutely critical. It's much more critical than any firearm you could ever have is the That's ability right. to reach out and communicate with other people like-minded to to have your back. That's it's right. critical. Strength in numbers, man. Yep. Yeah, and I'd like to say that they. The impulse to act in the moment is important. You need to know that <laughs> it's happening and act at the moment because they, there's in James shared a video. I don't know if you have the video, James. Of what? Of uh, them taking the baby. From, yeah, I have it. Uh, could you please share that? And uh, yeah. It just happens and they, they just, the order followers just take the baby. Uh, and it's really sad for the, to watch the dad watch other men take away his baby and he just yells at them. It's really sad. I, uh, yeah. Share that when you get a chance, please. In, the, in this day and age, you know, you, you got a war game mentally. Right. And but you have to be grounded and emotionally stable. Right. And psychological state, um, the That's psychological right. stability is so important. But I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've war gamed in my mind. I've played out scenarios. And what would my action be? Right. You want to use logic and reason and discernment. But, right. you know, we're in this time um, where, you know, there's a lot of issues. So we, we need to be on our A game on all aspects, physically, emotionally. Right mentally spiritually. and i mean you can't you can't undo a thing when they right. take the baby and they do what they're going to do with it they bring it back damaged and you can't undo that thing you can't unring the bell can't put the stuff to, back in the tube it's just uh you know and people need to act in that moment and know what's most important and act what's do all the power that they have to protect what's most important, understand the principles and know like what's happening in the moment because we're trained to be dissociative and just go, Oh, uh, and just look, you know, like just turn your neck and the, you know, as you're passing the wreckage, it's like, oh, whoa, right. yeah. it's like those scenes in war movies where like, uh, and I, I'm not, but it's like saving private Ryan when like, when Tom Hanks, character is like going, he can't hear anything and he's looking around and he's like, Oh, yeah. And, and then somebody's sitting there going, hey, 
what the fuck do we do? Hey. And then he's like, fight, flight, or freeze. And he snaps right. on. He's like, oh, okay, this is what we do. And it's like, that's the moment of trauma. Right. Uh, so, yeah, here's the video. Yeah. Oh, oh whoops. To what happened? I'm sorry. They stop her from going after her baby. it's echoing so anyways it, 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 i'm not going to play it again it's on my that's on my my end because of the way i recorded it but it just develops from there um and thank you for telling us about the echo space marine i really appreciate that but i mean yeah. it's, it just develops from there and so basically you got a mother and the father in the in the hospital room and the cops are like just being cops you know will being- had it though J- james will had it sean will had it home run what you need to do is have a plan i'm saying that all yeah. the mm-hmm. time yeah. have a plan don't allow yourself to get backed into a corner having not considered that i've been telling people for the past three years going on four years it, when, when you're being told you cannot go to work anymore uh, unless you're vaccinated, unless you're masked up, you lay out a calm, rationed plan of all the things. You don't just uh, go off half-cocked, emotional, well, fire me. No, I quit. I want to get out. No, you right. think things out. Part of your contingency plan is uh, dust off your resume. Know where you need. Do you need to move? Is your state so out of control you need to leave your state? Have your contingency live. This is contingency one, contingency two, three, four. So you're not in a situation. When you're in that position, those parents knew ahead of time that they were banging heads with the government. They needed to have a series of plans. Hey, is it possible that they could come in here and take our little boy? That's possible for them to do. You already have the plan in place. You don't let it get to the point where you're either standing there like a fool as your child is kidnapped or you're trying to to, um, use coercive force when you're surrounded by 10 cops that that are going to kill you anyway. You've already lost that battle. The battle is in the planning and like I said, will home run 18. Good point. Love it when a yeah. plan comes together. Yeah. Well said, Johnny. Absolutely, man. This is what awareness is all about. Conscious and consciousness. It's pattern recognition. You need right. to be able to see the storm on the horizon coming in and make your plans on all aspects, negative right. and positive situations, right? This is just something that that one must consider and do some deep introspection on. But um, it, terrible seeing that fucking video all of those order followers, including the nurses and the doctors, are just yep. 
immoral, soulless pieces of fucking shit. Every Dude. cop will. Every That's cop right. in that room, they need to be thinking, this could be my kid. They Dude. need to think this could be my kid. Yeah. You are an oath-breaking piece of shit if you are taking part of that because it could be your kid and That's it right. should be your it kid. It will next. be your kid next. Right? Dude, like last week we went over it and one of toward the end of the video, one of the cops is standing there in the room and he's admitting I'm a parent too. And everyone and they're like, Well, what the fuck are you doing then? Like Well, that one that guy's gonna be first. His like kids that. are gonna be first then. It's like yeah. Yeah. yeah, just do my job. Yeah, and it's okay. not even just the cops that are the order followers there too. It's the medical staff in the hospital as well. It's a, it's a, it's it's a chain, it's a chain of, uh, of order followers. Right. It's, it's a hierarchy. It's like it's just this big old group or a bunch of different compartments in it, and like the, all of the compartments are just made up of order followers until it reaches you, and you're the victim that they're that they're taking out their aggression on. And I even last week was just like, I understand, like you feel outnumbered, you know, I felt bad for the dad. And then Aaron is like, but dude, like you got to like, just whip out the claws and just go full force in there. It's like, yes, that's, that's, right. what, you do. that's what you do. Right. Yeah. And even though that, that was in Australia or New Zealand, New, New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. I know it's real bad out there, but this shit happens in the States too. Like I said, right. I have, I have uh, personal friends just recently. Their five kids were fucking kidnapped by CPS, all vaccinated and put oh, into public school no and they're they're fighting to try to get them back now all because a fucking wow. neighbor called on them because they homeschool they unschool their kids and that's what that's what triggered it all wow so you know that's I'm, like it's, 1984 that's like the you know that's the panopticon Everybody's yeah, all, all there. their kids got got really they're sick for for several i think oh. uh, several weeks if i'm not mistaken because they just they got fucking you know, attacked needlecraft. Yeah. It's right. just, it's crazy. Like you said, Sean, it's too late at that point. It's too late at that point. Your children are damaged or harmed by the satanic machine. You let it happen. That's and right. does it not make sense in that, that hell hole of New Zealand uh, and that harpy from hell Ardern, uh, they have, they have been whittling around the people of Australia and New Zealand are just in a constant state of being experimented upon as as prisoners it is right. a prison colony and it all started particularly in australia in 1994 with that uh um heinous tasmanian false flag uh, of um port arthur mm. oh right where and they took 1994 the guns. in port right. arthur and that mass murder and and that was that was a government operative assassin that mass murdered 35 people and they blamed that that poor kid um Martin, I forget his last name. Um, Port Arthur Martin Bryant. Martin Bryant. You didn't have to finish typing up. Martin Bryant. Uh, blame that kid. He's at 60 IQ. Uh, in no way, shape, or form did he, did he do that. And that was the beginning. Uh, the right. um, prime minister there, I'll come up with that. Uh, John, uh, that'll come back to me. The prime minister there just happened to be in New York City on 9 11, by the way. So anyway, the bottom line is, is, is they've already had their ability to fight back ripped from them. There's, there are no guns left in Australia, right. uh, no guns left in New Zealand uh, because the constant false flags. So for any people still left in America, this is a huge battleground. Don't right. give an inch and don't surrender to these fraud uh, organizations like 
the NRA that was mm. run by that Roman Catholic milquetoast Wayne LaPierre for decades. And his job was to fold like a lawn chair at every single juncture. It has nothing, it has everything to do with who monopolizes coercive force. The Second Amendment there is part of the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights is meant to be a bulwark against tyranny. It has nothing to do with hunting. It has nothing to do with personal defense from a robber in your home. It has to do with fighting tyrannical government. And if that's true, and it is, then you should have the exact same level of tool the government is going to come after you with. Mm-hmm. Right. And fight for that and don't give it up. And you've mostly given it up already. We, we have very little that you left. But fight those battles right here and right now. Guys, some midnight here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to duck out pretty soon. Thank you, Johnny, for uh, joining us. Wow. Thank you right. so much. Thank Love you, guys. It's absolutely my pleasure. It's a real, a real pleasure to, uh, to meet you, James and Will, and anything. I'm so glad that, that uh, I was here for my dear friend, Sean. Um, I, I'm here for you anytime you need me in the future, guys. Wonderful. Nice meeting you, Johnny. We'll meet again soon, brother. Thank I'm you so, so glad much. You, Excellent you, stuff, I'm, bro. Much I'm so you, glad bro. you could be here to join us. Thank you again. Thanks, Sean. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, wow, I, got a, I, I got a few more bro. minutes myself, but um, I wanted to say something after, you know, Johnny was explaining that. That's great. People need to understand the predator class. These fuckers plan not one year, not two years, not 10 years in advance, 50, 100 years in advance. They have long-term goals. They're thinking generationally, right? Their, right. their kids and their offspring are going to accomplish their, their will at a certain time way in the fucking future. We need to get in that mindset where we are thinking long-term. Yes. I mean, both short-term and long-term, right? But we need to start thinking generationally. That's why they're attacking our kids. That's exactly it. They're attacking yep. our kids because they're attacking our future. Yes. And, and that's the core self of us is what we generate and bring into this world. Like um, if, if we allow that to be attacked, if we give up our, our kids to the Moloch sacrifice, then, uh, you know, they own the world. So I, just want to say thank you to Johnny for joining us. Uh, and uh, I just, uh, I guess, Will, I don't know if you still have any more time to join us. I got another slight clip about the TikTok challenges. I just, I just want to put this on the screen for people to see yeah, it go before for it. it's over. All right. For for the uh, listeners, uh, this is a list of the TikTok challenges, and they have them rated up to the most dangerous. And it's moving along the line of the dangerous, and it gives a description of each one. And uh, the tie pods is one of them, and the you know the penny on the uh, on the electrical socket is another one. And we've heard about these, and it's good to have them all laid out. So I wanted to uh, put this on the screen for everybody. And I know that a lot of people are listening. Uh, please just bear with us. We can't speak while the thing is playing. So here we go again. 
Oh, it starts it from the beginning. Okay, just trust me. Uh, it's a long list of them. And at the end, the last one is uh, the person co covers themselves with a with a lighter fluid and plays with fire. I mean, I've heard about that. It's crazy what they're doing. Uh, I think a lot of those challenges are, you know, are psyops. They're they're exactly. put out there on purpose. Absolutely. That's right. Um, yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy, man. It, it really is crazy that there, you know, there's a disconnect in just, I mean, what makes us human is that the neuro, uh, the neocortex, that, that capability of, of doing logic and reason. It's just, right. I don't know, man. Kids don't, kids don't have that yet. It's still developing in their brains. Absolutely correct. So they yeah. don't have the ability to think ahead. Of, and so if they attack them with this, this thing in their pocket, that's giving them the, you know, the psyop, Every 30 seconds, they're flipping to a new one. It's just like an attack on their heads. Every yeah. time the kid is on the phone, it's creating anxiety. And that anxiety is soothed by medication. And that medication makes somebody a zombie slave to the system. You know, it's, it's all one big uh, slavery <laughs> funnel of like typhoon of, of evil. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 yeah, absolutely, man. And the, the octopus, the arms, right. It's right. just, I mean, you bring in the pharmaceutical industry and all this, it's all connected. Right. It's, it's all uh, an orchestra. They all, it all orchestrates together and uh, we can see the patterns if we're, if we're aware and if we accept the black pills, if we're ready to digest them, then we will be able to see the truth and act, act on the truth in the moment when it's necessary to have the the tools to stand for your own rights and those of the, those that you love and there is you know the evil will crumble uh, i don't know what if anybody wants to say anything on that i guess i just kind of like I, I hit a big one that was that was over the park it was <laughs> you nailed yeah you nailed it man I mean, you know, ultimately is, you know, black pilling is good. Right. It's healthy to have this kind of awareness. And then ultimately, like what Mark Passio coins, you know, the gold pill, which is action, right, right. action. And this is what, you know, true, real spiritual holiness is, is right action. That's right. And um, so it happens great, in the moment. Episode. Man, I'm so glad. I am so glad that you could join us, Will. And, uh, you know, we, uh, your show is a great, great show. And we are, uh, you, we kind of took your spot on, uh, like for tonight, we, we are broadcasting or we, I guess the broadcast is down, but, uh, we are so glad that you it's could join fixed us recently. It, it has, it, it'll, been. yep. It'll be back up this week. Okay, great. And oh, the one uh, great work network. Yeah. Tell us about your show a little bit before you go. Yeah. Um, so my partner, John and I, we do a video podcast called natural freedom league. Um, we took a little bit of a break towards the end of this year. We both have a lot of individual content and work that we're doing and we're focusing on, but we're going to start doing kind of random episodes here and there. So it's not going to be, uh, you know, a consistent format. Um, but you know, we'll probably do one, 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 every one or two weeks. So we're kind of right. playing it by ear, but definitely focusing on individual work. I got two websites I'm about to launch in the beginning of next year. Uh, one is just going to be a presentation series of natural law rights, true freedom, pretty much from the foundation base level all the way up to a higher awareness. 
that's kind of like a, a course that one can take. And the other one is the other website is going to be directed to conscious parenting and a lot of good resources in there. And, uh, and you know, some, some vital principles that, that parents can use. And what I've learned in my, in my own personal life, you know, teaching my daughter, uh, natural law principles and stuff like that, man. So looking forward to the, to the new year. That's awesome. God bless you. I'm so thankful that uh, that you have these plans for the future. I can't wait to see your creations and what you what you do with your work, um, because uh, you really understand the truth and your voice is being implemented in, in the right way. And I want to give you as much of a, a, a of uh, you know, I uh, I am I highly applaud what you're doing with your life and. I hope that you have uh, an unhindered future where your voice can be broadcast loud to the world. And I'm so thankful that you could have joined us here today. That's awesome, brother. I really appreciate it. James and Sean, you, your guys' work is fantastic. And uh, I support what you guys are doing and uh, look forward to collaborating in the future. That's great. Thank you so much. Oh, well, that'll um, happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah oh yeah no doubt no doubt yeah. oh it's... we'll be seeing one another around. <laughs> this is great i'm so glad that we could have had this show and uh james do you have anything uh you have a show yourself we want to talk uh, what's your show please My uh, show. tell us about your your work your own personal work i will okay all right My sorry show... <laughs> It's all right. It's late. Uh, you're, you're, you're getting into the sunset hours. I know how old guys work. So yeah. it's, uh, my show is called a hitchhiker's guide to truth. You can find it. Uh, you can find it and all of the rest of my work at free your mind. My name is James Cordiner and, uh, I'm usually broadcasting at nine, p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday night and uh, various guests and topics and it's a neat show we we've been doing it for quite a while now and uh, you know we just started our, our third year of, of podcasting so we're, we're really getting some legs under us and it's uh, it's it's great so yeah come on over to my website check it out and um, see for yourself what what we do last week Aaron Butler joined me and we talked about order followers for about three hours so that's kind of a long form uh, long format uh, conversation that that I like to have because you know five minutes here and there is not really not really flushing too much out so you know you can find a lot of material will has been on my show a bunch of times sean's been on my show a bunch of times now sean and i are doing our own show here together which is this is fantastic yeah. so you know and oh you can find um i'm gonna start uploading the the backlog of these videos to the to free your mind ne as well that way there's a, a place where you, you're not reliant on like a youtube you can find it on Odyssey and, and, and anything. And I have some interesting ideas for the future. So everyone, please, please pay attention, subscribe, like, and subscribe to the channels and uh, make sure that to make sure that you can stay up to date with our broadcasts here with Black Pill Digest. And, uh, and you know, if, if this is what you like and go check out some of my solo stuff and maybe you like that too. And, and you'll be able to keep up with me on that stuff as well. So I'm really excited. You know, cheers, Sean. This is awesome. Like, we had a fun time the first episode, and like, this is just like, wow, like, bam, like, you 
came with the bright and then you get the you know i'd say yeah yes. we're hitting the truth we're yeah, that's man. great i'm but, so yeah. glad that we could have this show together and yeah, i'm so thankful that we have this voice so we can speak to the world and we have this this uh we are able to capture it and others can hear it um these things that we're saying today and uh are very important for the future because it's our we are the ones it, we need to be programming morality and understanding of truth to the next generation True. we need to inter intercept their transmission with the truth and we need to keep them safe like you know will was kept safe by uh you know having parents that cared for him and told him like and then he's not going to think to kick out the legs of someone else you know the satanism attacks those that are damaged and it happens first with parents. And so that is our true, that is the real work that we need to do is to be good parents and to teach our kids what is right and when to stand up for our rights. And uh, that's great. I'm, I love well your said. show, James. Yeah. Well said, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, man. Well said indeed. Well said, you know, and it really does come down to learning the fundamental difference between right and wrong action, harnessing our free will, realizing our potential and using our free, free will with the recognition of the difference between right and wrong action and choosing to do the right thing. That's right. No matter what, no matter the cost. Yeah. simply just because it is the right thing to do not because you're expecting a reward folks but just because it's the right, right thing to do because then you won't have the memory of them stealing your baby away as you just stand there and your wife is screaming like help and you just stand there and they love oh, that's in their memory forever mm -hmm. i would rather be have the memory of being beaten by a cop you know, that doesn't harm me for the future. I can like, I can deal with the clubs and the batons, but I don't want to have that regret that they took my kid away. They did mm -hmm. whatever they're going to do to it. They take them to foster care and they use them. They sell them to pedophiles. Like, I mean, there's like the federal government is taking kids, Guatemalan kids at the border and then placing them in the pedophiles homes here in America, like it's mm -hmm. like a system. And, you know, this is being revealed. Uh, the children are a currency and they are using it because money doesn't exist anymore. Money has no value. So what, what has value is gold, drugs, people, like their organs, their bodies as slaves, like that is money now. And Blood. people need to be aware. Yeah. That's right. And the blood. Yep. Yeah. The, the life force is in the blood. It's, I mean, it's been known through all ancient right. cultures and stuff, man. Absolutely. You know, one of the main, one of the main reasons why I, I do this work and talk, you know, speak truth and talk about freedom and morality one, it, because it's the truth and it's the right thing to do. But also I, I want my daughter when she grows up, I want her not to ask, but I want her to know that I was fighting for this. I was That's fighting right. for freedom. Um, and th that that's a huge motivating factor for me. That's beautiful. I'm so glad you said that. That's like, that's very heartwarming. And it's, that is what they create themselves as they see you. And if they see you comply with authority 
and like, oh, they just took my little brother away to go put vaccine and my parents just watched it happen. And the cops are standing there, you know, like then it trains them to think like, mm -hmm. oh, I guess authority matters, you know, uh, and then yeah. it's just slavery from there, you know, because exactly. if you believe in authority, then they are, you know, the evil ones are going to say that they're authority. Like it's, it's one in the same, you know, there is only free will and, you know, we, we can choose wrong and we do it so often, but it takes our own, we need to follow our care. Right. And that's what James was saying there. If we put our care as the principle that guides us instead of money, then nobody's going to just be doing their job. Hmm. That won't yeah. exist anymore. You know, exactly. Dude. Word. Word, man. Yeah. Word. That's great. I just Word. wanted to tell everybody. I just wanted to tell everybody that uh, they can hear me. I do a show called Wake the Dead and I don't have a regular schedule, but uh, you can find my RSS feeds on the Odyssey channel. Uh, you can find Wake the Dead on Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble, and you can find it on all the Spotify and Google and all of those other ones too. And, um, you know, it, I talk about what's important and um, I have frequently have guests that help, uh, you know, bring to light certain topics that people need to be aware of. And that's why I'm so thankful to have this new show here with James, because then we can really focus and we can have more, even more voices. Um, I really am, am proud of what we're doing and, uh, you know, I'm thanking you, James, and thank you, Will, for joining us. And, uh, oh, my pleasure, man. I'm, I'm excited to see where uh, the Black Pill Digest goes. And I know you guys are going to have awesome content. So that's right. forward to it. That's right. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. It was, it was us three right after the Seed Conference last year. That's what kind of like, uh, aside from, you know, me hanging out with like Ivan and them, but like the three of us had a, had a, uh, a talk a little over a year ago you know and that's kind of like so you know it's just i'm just reminiscing about that right now it's just like <laughs> a little deja vu kicking in about like wow this is kind of like the, this is kind of the, a resetting of of how you know my my real initiative to keep podcasting really kind of took mm, that's right yeah see what the sales was like the three of us sitting down having a conversation i was like oh, all right yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're doing this it's <laughs> great a, a revisiting and a reamp i love it that's yeah. good. That's good. Little synchronicity. That's yeah. why I'm so. That's why I'm so excited for the future, because you guys are engaged and you're doing the work and you're putting your voice out there. And uh, I, I look forward to what creations are in the future. And yeah. I'm so glad that we've captured this for others to listen to uh, forever. We're gonna put this out for free, and we want everybody to take this black pill yeah. and uh, understand that it's up to them to stand up protect your kids that's right man so that's that's perfect to uh a perfect word to part on so we'll catch all of you guys at a later date we're going to be back sometime uh, mid-january so keep your keep your feelers out there keep your eyes open and your ears open and uh you'll be hearing back from us real soon so we love you all thank you for your time and attention this evening and we'll catch you around the bend <laughs>